Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we have a special guest on, and since he comes on so often, I decided to give him his own segment called Crime Corner with Meg Sawyer. That's awesome. So you, solid. every time you come on, you pick a crime drama, and I was like, this is all he's going to do. He's going to keep coming on, so I'm just going to give his own segment, so he's going to crime corner. I'll try my best to do something different in the future. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm into it. I'm awesome. just saying, that's what you like. That's what you're into, so give your own little segment. Instead of seeing, like, here's Mick Sawyer again. It's yeah. like, here's Mick Sawyer and a crime drama Actually, he wants to talk about. Yeah, it's perfect. It yeah. really is, because, like... Uh, you know, everything like even when the previous episodes that I was on, when we, we were just randomly just talking about movies, we had an, a whole episode talking about crime dramas. Yeah, pretty like, much. I yeah, we picked I think the, the I think Dark the f- Knight. It didn't talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't we forgive did. myself. For it that. just wasn't like, as much as we should have. Right, <laughs> like, right. You know, but like, you know, because like we 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 would veer off a lot. You know, and like that episode, I think it was like almost two hours long. Yeah, that, episodes are long with you, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've gotten shorter, though. <laughs> and more and more on track with yes. what we're doing. So the, I, it made me a perfectionist after a while. I was like, damn it. You know, like I, I like I when I watched our American Gangster episode and then, you know, Cape Fear, I'm like, all right, this this now it's got to be centered on all these movies cuz like i started seeing like man that that was really good that went really good not saying like cape fear was a great episode oh i, I love think. cape fear i've actually listened to it before. that was like a perfect storm that was a that was a that good, was a good episode. Oh, yeah. that's one of my favorite episodes yeah. like Still, i've ever done yeah. right. and it did really well too right. we did numbers on that one yeah i saw that i'm like holy shit yeah, that, You're, you when you come on, you you do some numbers. So bring the heat. Uh, wow. with you. Bring the heat. <laughs> so today it's really funny because this was probably a year ago. You're like, I want to do Training Day. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, they came out with a 4K Steelbook edition of Training Day, and we were supposed to do it last week. Things happened. We weren't able to do it, so we're doing it this week. So Steelbook 4K. I went ahead and bought it because it's Training Day, and why wouldn't I? And makes sense you haven't gotten it yet nick doesn't care about 4k so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he doesn't when i get it for a dollar yeah he gets them for 50 cent DVDs. Already, he's happy with it i already know like like nick's the flea market you know champion <laughs> uh, i appreciate that yeah he, he's totally a i work at my too. craft <laughs> yeah. yes yes but i just want to say like i watched the 4k version and it's the one of the best transfers i've seen in a while oh i bet like, it looks so good, Meg. Oh, I think I, I have this on Blu-ray. God, right I can't yeah? fucking wait. I think so. uh, yeah, because Steve was even telling me he was like, "Dude, it looks it looks so, so good, amazing." But like I told you, I kind of it's almost too clean. Yeah, like the story is so gritty. I kind of wish it had that like DVD oh, grit yeah, to it too. Right. But you know, yeah. I'm just being picky. No, I know what you mean though. I yeah. know what you mean because like. You know, it's like trying to clean up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's right. Like, mm, it's like you make it too clean, it kind of loses its... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, no, no. I Like, I want that discomfort when I'm watching or I feel like it's like... Like you need to take a bath after Right, yeah, yes. exactly. Like, I want to feel like I'm not supposed to watch this, and I feel like this is too polished for something like that. But I did have a couple of things to talk about. They did some uh, color grading, which actually enhanced the movie by a million made those oh chains God, sparkle really yeah there was a couple scenes where they like bumped up the color to a certain color and it yeah. really added to it like it was definitely an artistic uh decision and it paid off oh my god so 
before we crack into the actual Fuck movie. Fuck it, I'm buying yeah. it next week. I, I'm I sorry, you I Steve, I love this. you, but I can't <laughs> wait any longer. I have to, I have, to have it. <laughs> it's like crack. What's I, that uh, I need y'all's top fives, man. I need Denzel top fives. Oh! I need them. I'm actually prepared. And I'm actually, I actually very curious wrote to see it down this morning when how I got similar up. they are. All right, all right. Because there's a bunch of electric tests. I know three off the top of my head. There's two that I'm not sure I of. I do two, but... I was wrestling hard with four and five today, but I finally just I just committed. I did actually have to switch one. like, But, yeah. I mean, it, was, it didn't take very long, but I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That can't be number five. This one's got to be number five. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a know, tough but, one like that, too. So, okay. So, there's some I haven't seen. So they might be not on my list just from sheer ignorance. Like right. Malcolm X, I have not seen. That's good. So I, it's not like my list is not going to be that shocking to either one of you because there's going to be some deep cuts in there, of course. Right. But like, who wants to go first? Because like, you're I mean, the, you're the guest, bro. Okay, yeah, you're the okay. guest. All right, all right. All right. So obviously, number one is Training Day. Right. That's just a given. Yeah. Number two, Crimson Tide. I fucking love really. Crimson that's surprising. Tide. Like him and Gene Hackman. That's yeah, one. yeah. Oh man, the the fucking exchange between him and Gene Hackman is so good. Like, especially like when uh, he finally like kind of like stands up to you know Captain Ramsey because like after a while, like I remember when I was younger, I was like, man, fucking Gene Hackman's a fucking prick, you know. But then you kind of once you get older, you kind of understand. Oh. Okay, I kind of see where his position was on things, and I kind of see why he was, you know, he had his orders and he wanted to follow them in a certain way. But you're like, no, Hunter was clearly. I always think about that scene when he goes, uh, he goes up to uh, Gene Hackman's right hand man. I forgot his name, but he goes to him. He was like, I just wanted to thank you. And he was like, thank me. Fuck you. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like. He was, he was like, he was like uh, I thought that was such a great scene. And then like, he, he kind of goes on a little bit of like a rant calling him out. And he was like, well, I thank you anyway. And then, and then, oh, so then number two, number I mean, number three, three number three. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet. Really? Oh, that one. That's a, that is, was, that's a curveball. Yeah. Not expect that, that is criminally underrated. It is like, like John, John Lithgow. I mean, of course it's fucking John Lithgow. Like right. he's pretty much like, you know, after Cliffhanger and stuff like that, like, he's one of the best villains that we've ever had, like, mm -hmm. Raising Kane. I haven't so, seen it, if I'm being honest, so I can't. Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm not going to go into detail, but it is one of the best action thrillers of the 90s. Like, please, Scream Factory or fucking, you know, Kino Lorbe, somebody yeah. put it fucking out already. It's so good. And and then uh, Virtuosity. We, we there's been a couple episodes where I've mentioned it like I think I actually mentioned it on uh, the American Gangster episode mm. because that's the first movie Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington ever worked on together and it's this action uh, sci-fi movie where Russell Crowe is like this guy that's coming from like a virtual world and he has a combination and DNA of like uh, I think like a hundred different serial killer personalities. And one of them is one of the personalities that killed um, Denzel Washington's family. Yeah. And um, 
That one's a fucking great movie. Man, and, I haven't even thought about that movie in forever. Oh, dude. yeah. Dude, I saw that in the theater when it came out. That's crazy. That's how fucking old we are. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five, of course, American Gangster. Nice. So that's that's my top five. Now, that's a solid five. Our, our fives are going to be very different, I think. I think so. I'm excited. That's kind of cool, yeah. though. Glory almost made yeah. the list too because I love Glory too. I was expecting Glory. Yeah, That's yeah I right. Was really surprised. It almost was. It almost was like that. That would be in a top ten. God. I don't even want It's to. hard. Yeah, it really is. Matthew, that's why I love asking. That's why I asked that question because certain, I was telling, I did it in the group chat. I said, some actors, it's hard to just narrow it to five. It really, it really is. The more I think it about it, the more really I'm like is. changing them out in my head. And I thought about doing a 10, but I was like, you know what? I'm not letting them off easy. I'm going to force the five to it. Yeah. Yo, and also, Man, Man on Fire was almost on there too. Oh, I well, that's a good way to break into my list. Good, good, good. I got Man on Fire. Number yes. one? No, it's number two. Oh, okay. Number ah, two. That's a, still very good. Number one uh, for me is um, it's it's training day. Just yeah. Training day. <laughs> <laughs> All that anticipation. It's for- <laughs> honestly like this is the movie that like it, it was one of those things that's like you don't realize how great an actor is until they make you feel something that you didn't want to. Yeah, that's like, true. Every movie up until this point, he's the hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this one, it was just kind of like, it just like, it hurt my heart, dude. Yeah, me too. Denzel yeah. didn't piss me I, off that bad since Glory. <laughs> I saw him, I saw this in the theater with my dad and I just remember like, dad, what, why is he bad? Like, <laughs> cause the movie I saw before with him, which is my number, which was my number, uh, my number five pick is Remember the Titans. Oh, I yeah. I love yeah. him That's and Remember a good the one. Titans. It's so wholesome and yeah, good hearted. Right. And like, yeah. then he did that. And I was just like, what are you doing, coach? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, I, was, uh, I was talking to the wife about that because I was re watching it and I was telling her, I was like, you know how you know Denzel was such a great actor is because he always plays the hero except this one time oh, and yeah. it doesn't come off cheesy. No. Not at all. You believe this shit. You believe oh. he's really a crooked cop. Dude, he's he so is. good. He's like almost like, bro, why the fuck does he play good guys? Right. Yeah. hundred you know percent. Yeah. Because usually um, when good guys play the bad guy, it comes off cheesy. It comes off lame. Or just not authentic. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah exactly. Could, it's the first time it's like, wow, this guy's having to act. You know? Like, it's not natural. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but my number three is. Um, oh. Uh, equalizer. Yeah, that's a good one. The first one, which is also the director of the training uh, of Training Day, and Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua, yeah. Finally, after all these years, (laughs) I can never fucking say his last name. (laughs) And like I said, I tussled around a lot because I didn't know if I wanted to put American Gangster. It was like a three way tie. I wanted to put American Gangster. I wanted to put John Q. Yeah, I, I that's what I was but expecting was John Q. It right. was like it hit me like a lightning bolt, and I just felt like it would just be criminal not to put in there. It's Book of Eli. Oh, fucking love Book of Eli. That was another one that I sleeper. struggled with. It's a sleeper. It really is. Like Gary Oldman, Denzel Washington. That's one mm. that I I know. They're both in the bag. I know the movie. I know the ending. I have not seen. 
because I was spoiled for me. So I'm like, why do I need I to watch it? I remember you yeah. talking about that on an episode too. And it's I'm like, so oh, good, you should watch it anyway. It's yeah, I so bought good. it. I bought it recently on DVD. So I might just check it out for the sake of watching it. It's it was such so a good. fucking psych out, bro, because I never, I watched that movie the full first time and I never once thought, this motherfucker's blind. I didn't either. Not I didn't either. When, when, scene, I first, when I first saw it too, I was like, He's fucking blind, yeah. and he's being, you know, and God's helping him the entire time. Like, whoa! And then I watched it the not. second time, and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Do I even know how to watch movies? Because, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, trust me, I know what you mean. Especially for somebody that watches David Lynch movies, and those are far more complex. Right. And then, like, really, I couldn't figure that out. Like, I felt very dumb. And also, Malcolm McDowell popping up at the very ending was yeah. very cool too. <laughs> Like, and he remembered every line of the Bible, dude. Yeah, like, every one. Like that's insane. Like, had no idea he was blind. And, that's and uh, it's like little things you just didn't notice. Like that scene where he's fighting the where they where they try, where they got the chick out there. Yeah, with their tits out, and she's like offering him dirty water. And oh yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. trying to set him up, and he takes out those five fucking inbreeds. And the oh, one with the so chainsaw, good. dude. Like he backs in under the bridge because he could hear. They're clinking off the walls. That was walls. such a cool fucking scene. And he just does too. it so smoothly. And and Ray like, Stevenson was amazing in that. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I kind of felt like we should have got a little bit more of him in it because he was so good. He was so good as Gary Oldman's right hand man. Yeah. Like he was so great in it. Like and he had a thing for Mila Kunis and mm-hmm. you know obviously nothing ever came of that. And like there's even a few scenes in the movie that kind of even suggested that like. I don't think, you know, Ray Stevenson's character is fully on board with everything mm-hmm. Gary Oldman's doing. Like he like because there's a few scenes where it'll it'll focus on him when Gary Oldman does something really fucked up. And he's like, wow, that's that's kind of shitty. Like, right. why are you doing that? He's still like, got a little bit of soul you know? left in him. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it makes me think of um, uh, Michael Rooker in uh, Super, you know, that the James Gunn. Oh, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where you'll see a few scenes when Kevin Bacon does something really fucked up. And he's like, man, that's. That's really fucked up that he's doing that. He, like he has, it's all with just a look, too, right? I always know? have to like crowbar my way into your conversations. You give <laughs> no, you give no pacing where I can like jump in because I wanted to say like I almost bought Warzone. Oh, did you the steel book? I have it. I know. I I was gonna buy it today, but I didn't. I bought it's, a couple it's others. Worth it is absolutely worth. Yeah. I, of course, you'd expect me to say that, but <laughs> right. like it really I was is. Like, I'm gonna tell him about that, and then but you kept going. I was like, he doesn't give me any chance to jump in. Like I fucking have to crowbar my way into his conversation. We're talking like about Punisher Warzone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I love that. Because he kept saying uh, Ray Stevens, and I was like, I almost bought that. It's like the best. You race totally race. should. Uh, it is 100 percent worth it. Like yeah. I'm glad. Like I'm even thinking about getting the Thomas Jane one. Oh yeah, because that steel book looks so. Just fucking don't call it good. Punisher. Like, yeah, I, I, that's what I that's say. That's what I'm saying. Don't oh, call dude. it Punisher, and it's a great yeah. movie. Super crazy fun fact that I just found out my fucking self the other about day. what about fucking Thomas Jane Punisher. What he's in Spider Man too. Is he? He is. I heard that I too. Saw the clip. I heard that too, and I, I, I went into a very deep rabbit hole on that one. It's not him. What? That, yeah. I was really pissed off and disappointed to find out that it wasn't because that was the rumor that was going on. I can't remember who they said. It was just some actor, but they said because of the shot and in the scene, whoever the guy was looked almost identical. And he's to in Thomas all Jane. black. Yeah. 
Even with the overcoat, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, like, the overcoat and everything. But, like, apparently it was not him. And I'm like, damn it. I thought that was something is... Sam Raimi just put in there to fuck with people. Yeah, like, and, and you would think, and because of, like, when you think about Darkman at the ending of the movie, and mm-hmm. it's Bruce Campbell is wearing, like, the new mask, you know, for Liam Neeson at the ending. And so you would think, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense because... Sam Raimi does like to throw curveballs in his movies, but then like when I found out that wasn't him, that was such a bummer. And I, I, that's one thing that I hate about like my research skills because like maybe I should have just left it alone and just you know. And, and sometimes and, the fun facts are the, more the fun legend. than In the fact. like yeah the very the, the actual facts. The yeah. very first episode he gave us a par fun fact about uh, uh, vacation. How the girl in the car from the remake is yeah. the daughter of the same girl in the original vacation. Oh, that's right. not real. But the fact that he thought it was just makes it fun. It does. It yeah. does. It's, it, so it, I said they're fun facts. Because yeah. Even if it's not a fact, it's still fun. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It, it's kind of like it's like, um, you know, back in the 90s with the WWF where everybody thought Ultimate Warrior was dead. Yeah. And they brought like, and it just turned out it was just because he got leaner when he came back, and people didn't recognize him as much because he was he wasn't as jacked. He wasn't they're juiced. Like, yeah, they thought there. Yeah, he wasn't juiced like he or, or as juiced. As I juiced, guess you could yeah. say. But like it was like, uh, oh, you know that Ultimate Warrior died, and then they got a guy to replace him. <laughs> and now when I think about it now, like how ridiculous that sounds. But like. I remember that urban legend going on for yeah. years and I just, just like a couple of years ago, somebody said that I'm like, Oh wow. That shit's still going strong. Like there's still people out there that buy into that. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's, that's the same ultimate warrior. He just slimmed down. Yeah. Fun. Those are fun when you, when you just believing into them is fun, but uh, yeah, you did your whole f- top five, right? All of them. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we can get it to mind real quick. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you? I'm excited. I'm ready. <laughs> Like my number Watch one, not have a single one that either one of us had. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know right. he's gonna have at least one because I know him and he loves Man on Fire too. And so. it's it's my number one pick, yeah. and you guys did not say it. Yeah, I did. I did. No, deja vu. Oh, yeah. oh th- I, I do thought about it. that dude, one I, too. It was hard for me not to put out of time on See, mine. Dude. It should have been just top ten. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know I'm saying? I fucking love Deja Vu. Deja Vu is great with fucking especially with Val Kilmer and Jim Caviezel. I wonder, They're yeah. amazing. I went to the theaters because I was not a huge um Denzel fan at the time. Yeah. I went and I watched Deja Vu in the theater and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Oh, I love yeah. this movie. Yes. I even like two guns with him and Wahlberg. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I and Bill I, Paxton's the villain yeah. in it too. I thought it could have been better, but I mean, it was it was good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Same with Safe House too. Like, yeah, I was that 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 coming. I, in my I, head I too. felt like Safe House, like it wasn't bad, and it had a really good supporting cast too. Like I was like, ooh, like did Denzel do this on purpose to kind of connect with the Terminator universe? <laughs> because like Bill Paxton was in Two Guns and Robert Patrick was in Safe House. And I'm like, <laughs> I. I know what you're, you're doing. doing. <laughs> number two is Training Day, obviously. Ah, yes. Um, number three is Man on Fire. Mm. I fucking love Man it's on a Fire. Great movie. Um. Uh, number four. I, th- this is where I was having trouble. I was like, "Well, fuck, I don't know," because I keep switching them around in my head. But I want to say, um, American Gangster. Number four. That was hard for me not to put in there too. Yeah, yeah. American Gangster, and then Equalizer is number five. I love Equalizer. Like Equalizer. It's like Black 
John Wick. It yes. is. I'm actually kind of shocked a little. Why? I figured you would have had Fallen on there. I thought about it. I kept yeah, seeing yeah, Fallen, yeah. but those other ones kind of beat it up. Like, I love Fallen. Don't get I me wrong. I think it's great, too. But it's not like top five it's, great. It's like the Denzel's version of Seven. Yes, like, 100%. And apparently, too, they said that they wanted Denzel for Somerset originally before mm-hmm. um, Morgan Freeman. Like, I'm pretty sure. I love Morgan Freeman, but that would have been so great. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, I know. It really would have. I, like, I had a hard time not picking Bone Collector, too. I that, really enjoyed that movie. Fuck. He puts out so many good movies. It's bullshit. And like, I, didn't, I didn't even think about this. Like, I have watched Denzel, move, Denzel Washington movies all my life. I've never considered him one of my favorite actors. Is he's just in a lot of great movies. But when I was rewatching Training Day, I'm like, this dude is the GOAT. Yeah, right. Like he He's my is, black dad, dude. Right. Yeah, he's my black dad for sure. Best actors yeah. we have. I, Will Smith. It's kind of weird that you said that because it was it was kind of like uh, I had a similar realization too. I was like, "Oh my god, I really think Denzel Washington is one of my favorite actors yeah, right. because he, he I've like, loved almost everything he's done." Yes. <clears throat> you know, like um, a good majority of of what he's That's done. That's what I, I was thinking I, I about love. too as I was rewatching Training Day. I was like, "I think He's one of my favorite actors, yeah. and I didn't even realize. It. I think it's the the, the hype sensitivity. That's in what us. it is. Yes, he was you know? so big in the '90s, early 2000s that it's like, yeah. okay, calm down. Yeah. But actors always have their like Christian Bale had his moment. But yeah, here's they, the thing: they, he didn't dis, He never dropped the ball. No, yeah, never. He really didn't. It's a fucking home it's, run every time. And yes. it's like now when you look back on it, like, damn. You know, they that was right. Yeah, they really well, were. And I hate that they were right, but they were right. Well, like, it was more so women sexualizing him. Like, Denzel is so sexy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that kind of got a little annoying, too. It's right. kind of like the so Johnny I think it, thing. It, I think it made us, like, kind of push him off a little bit yeah. as our, like, favorite actor. Like, yeah, he's great, but he's not, like, because you're saying he's so sexy. But now it's like, fuck, he's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's an amazing actor. Shit, even though he's gotten older, he's still dropping the hits, man. Oh, flight. yeah. You know oh I mean? yeah, flight was Roman great. Esquire. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Like, I cannot for the life of me. I cannot think of a movie. Oh, uh, Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Magnificent oh, Seven was that movie, really dude. fucking good. Yeah. Which also Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. <laughs> so now that we're done it. sucking Denzel, Denzel Washington's, Washington's dick. big black dick, can we talk about Training Day? Yes, let's let's <laughs> let's get it let's get it on. I don't know when the first time I watched this. This is one of those movies. I think it was one of the ones you recommended. Like I was, you were like Training Day. I was like, I haven't seen Training Day. You're like, go home and watch Training Day oh, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. so. That sounds like, like like probably like a le- like ten or eleven years ago. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I told you that right because I always had that urgency with you. Like, oh, you haven't seen? No, you got to go see it yeah. right now. Like when you, I can tell, I can tell when things are like must watch now, and it's like, oh, when you get to it, you get to it. But Training Day was like, you need to go home and watch it right now. I don't, yeah, I don't care how, just figure just, it out, just do it. Yeah. You know, I don't care if it's on Netflix, just fucking watch it. Yeah, and, and I was blown away about how amazing this movie is, and I haven't seen it. It is a fucking masterpiece, mm-hmm. and Nick. Now, 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 like, uh, so, so that was your that so. What did you see it on? What did you see it on a, a streaming? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> I was, uh, that's when we used to, we cleaned the Northside Theater. So me and my dad went and saw it opening night. Oh, that's right. You said and, you saw uh, it. God, I'm jealous. We feel like, I felt like it made us closer as father and son. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Experiencing that together. <laughs> yeah. No, well, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's some suspenseful shit in it too. <laughs> like yeah. I would have been like, ooh, 
Dude, I ain't fucking doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ain't gonna be no narc. <laughs> it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, and the budget for this, what are you going? Do you know it, or do I need to look it up? Oh, no, you definitely have to look it up. God damn it, Nick. Right, you know what? Don't even worry about it, dude. I'll I want to say 15 mil. All right. I'm going I'm going 25. Okay. <gasps> oh, and David Ayer wrote it. We can't forget that. David, that that was like, I think that was David Ayer's debut. I'm pretty sure. Like really? Because his, his directorial debut was Harsh Times, but this was his, like... I believe this was like his writing debut. <laughs> I fucking love David Ayer. Yeah, I, I think, he does too. I, I think I think I know this is going to sound shocking, but I think I like David Ayer a little more than Michael Mann. Like, At least the, the, the air old, cut, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'll, for him, I'll take it. And I wasn't even that big fan of that movie, but like, if there is an air cut, it's going to be more air than it was studio. The, yeah, studio. Right. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Because the thing is, is like people give that movie shit, but I'm just like, I just, I just see the potential. I, I see what it's capable of. I do too, and that's why I like it. It's like it's not a, sh- I mean, it is a shit movie, but I just can look through past the shit and see the potential. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like um, sabotage. I think that's mm-hmm. another one of his movies that are very underrated. Sabotage. The, oh, you're talking about the Beastie Boys yeah. reference? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like every time but, somebody says that word, it just makes it go right there. But that that's another one that I think is very underrated. Like I always laugh at the scene when Arnold's being interrogated by those two those two cops or whatever and he's he says to him he was like we want to know where the drugs are now and they're from georgia and he was like hey sit down with your fucking 20 20 20 percent body fat piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) and then there's another scene in the movie that makes me laugh so hard when because all of the people in his division are just pleading the fifth and he was like no and then that this one cop he was like that's that sucks that's weak <laughs> like, he's like he's like you know what you you know what your father would say and he was and then like i just the, the whole interrogation aspect of that movie is great and dude that movie's fucking brutally violent like i, I think that's like the most violent David Ayer movie mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen. Like that's surprising because some of his movies, a lot of his movies, are very violent. They are, but I think if you saw Sabotage, you'd be like, "Whoa, that that kind of like." Ooh, I'm know? gonna say twenty mil. I'm gonna go right in between y'all. All right, are I think you it's still fair. looking it up, dude? IMDb is not killing it today. So <laughs> okay, so we were all fucking wrong. Fifty mil. Forty-five. Oh, what? Yeah. I was gonna say fifty mil, but you guys <sighs> I feel tough. like I feel like twenty of it went to Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And another, Ethan got ten. Which, ten, yep. yeah, yeah. And, uh, which also it had a really good supporting cast too. Like yeah. Tom Berenger popped up in it, which I didn't expect at all. Scott Glenn, which is you know. Um, real quick before we get into the movie, there was another little thing I wanted to talk about with the uh, the four K release. So I've gotten, I'm a subtitle person now. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, he hates <laughs> subtitles. So <laughs> it's in English. What do you need but, them for? <laughs> some things are not We're always not co- narcos. So sometimes Nick, some things aren't coherent in the audio. Oh, <laughs> okay. So this was a, an interesting subtitle experience because you work in the film industry, I don't know how much you know about like the editing process or whatever. And I know there's a bunch of different ways to do this. Mm-hmm. 
But what is the common way to do subtitles? Do you copy what they are saying word for word, or do you take the script and match it to the movie? Like I don't know specifically because the only reason why I, I say that because when I was watching John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness with the self-titles on, and it had Donald Pleasance in it, and I never knew this ever, ever, ever until I watched the movie with self-titles on. Mm-hmm. But then when, when Donald Pleasance would say his lines, it would say Father Loomis. Okay. And I'm like, it doesn't even say on the credits, you know, that his name was Father Loomis in there. So I'm right. thinking maybe it is from the script. And they're like, you know, okay. you know, and like, and then the self-titled phenomenon came out with the DVDs and stuff. And I feel like they were like, okay, well, this will be a nice little... Um, what do you call it? Like little little Easter um, egg, Easter egg yeah. for, for people when they actually watch the movie. Okay, let's say with this 4K release, they took the script and they just converted it to subtitles and put it on the movie. This adds so much to Denzel's acting that it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Because his lines, he has so much ad lib. Oh, yeah. Because the lines that are on the screen do not match up with what he's saying. That and makes it's, sense. And it sounds like he's doing ad lib. But it's such brilliant ad lib that adds to his character that I'm like, he's a genius. He just felt that he shit. He really is. Like, he really is a genius. Like, seriously, when you get this 4K, turn oh, on God. the subtitles and just pay attention to how he's adding so much wait. to this movie. He really is, like, a brilliant, like, performer. Like, I mean, he he's the reason... Uh, well, actually, no, it, even though it, it is kind of like inspired by him. But I always think about the character Bones in the movie mm-hmm. at the ending when he like and I say this to people like if they want to put in work or whatever. And, and instead of getting handed, it's like handed shit to him or whatever. And it's like, you got to put your own work in here, homie. You got you got to. Uh, what is he? You say? know, that guy's twisted actual, around. Here. That guy's actually a founding member of the Bloods. No shit. Really? And he's in a lot of David Ayer's movies, another, too. He was in Street film. Kings, too. He was in uh, the last one he did, Tax Collector. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I got to see Tax Collector, too. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one. I didn't know I was going to have this many fun facts today. I was going to yeah. say, you're <laughs> You've been good lately. It's two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, damn. I didn't even know that. Wow, I'm rusty, man. Yeah. Like, like, And this is Terry Crews' first acting role. It That's is. right. I did know He's that, yes. for the birds. <laughs> I didn't know that was standing him. in yep. the background yep, looking that buff. Was him. That's what I knew he was standing in the background, but I'm like, who's the guy clapping for the birds? And I found out it was him. Yep. Yep, that was his first movie. And then, now, now it's like because you've seen him in so much. Now it's like just the veins in the back of his head. You're like, oh, that's Terry Crews. Yeah, it's Terry Crews. So jacked in this movie. Yes, he, he, is. he is. said uh, he's always been jacked, but this is like full jacked. Well, when I watched, I watched an interview with him, and yeah. uh, when he talked about it being the first one, he goes, uh, "I had just got cut." From from my football career, mm-hmm. so he goes. So I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah, he really. And they were like, "Oh yeah." Antoine Fuqua was like, "You could look, you can look menacing, right?" Just he's like, "Give me the nastiest fuck." And uh, Terry Crews just gave him a look. He's like, "Yep, I need you there tomorrow." Yes, at eight. yeah. And uh, <laughs> totally and deserved the he kept job. Him in the, he kept him <laughs> in the whole thing, and that way he could get a uh, he could get a credit or whatever for it. So that's awesome. That, that yeah. was cool. So Antoine Fuqua is the reason why we know Terry Crews. Damn, right. that's awesome. Well, we can't forget um, him being the dead guy in Terminator Salvation. What a sh- the shaft he got for that. Like, like mm-hmm. he's just laying there. Like, I think it's in the beginning of the movie when Christian Bale's going down, like, under, like, the Skynet, like, uh, thing. And you just see, and then he comes out, he comes up on top of the, uh, 
the hill or whatever it was that he was in, like saving those people. And you see Terry Crews just lying there dead up against the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is Terry Crews lying there dead? And we're not going to get any that, that. Nope. That's it. That's all you got. Terry that's all Cruz. you get, Terry Crews. Um, so Ethan Hawke, how do you guys feel about Ethan Hawke? I, this is the movie that made me love Ethan Hawke. No. Personally. I got to agree. Um, I'm not still not to this day, not the biggest Ethan Hawke fan, but He's so good in this that it's kind of at that point. It's like there's nobody else that I could see doing this. Yeah, part. same here. Yeah, like he was so vulnerable, and it's like this was like all the great things you love about Ethan Hawke. Like he he nails them all in this. Oh one. yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. And uh, he just he just plays the best corny white dude ever, man. He like, really does. He really does. That's like, exactly what you would expect a rookie white cop in fucking L.A. would would be like. That was you know? like even like a certain uh, elements of his performance, you know, was inspiration for me for our film King James. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Like I was like, man, you know, you know, because like I remember in the script, like Ace had said to me, he was like. Well, think about, you know, John McClane with less experience, you know, and I'm like, okay. But then I was like, and then I watched Training Day one day and I was like, yeah, but I think I should kind of play this a little bit like Jake Hoyt a little bit too, you know, but like if, but if Jake Hoyt also was kind of a, you know, smart ass and a little bit douchey, you know, but like you still have that inexperience factor where, He'll still, you know, make little rookie mistakes and say like kind of dumb things in certain moments because he's not thinking clearly or whatever. And that that like that's that's how much I love that character. Like so it definitely kind of like served as an influence for me like later on down the road for for like the you know, for my own roles that mm-hmm. I've done in the past. So yeah, I fucking love Ethan Hawke. Love yeah. it. So great. He's so good in this movie that it literally like makes me put him in that conversation of like underappreciated actors. I agree. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of Completely movies that agree. are like fan favorites of his, like that trilogy he has with that chick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, never seen any of them. They look boring. It's a director. It's, yeah, but yeah. It's it's the director it's, of uh, Dazed and Confused, too. Yeah, I, what's I his name? I forgot his name. Richard, Damn it. Is it Linklater? Yeah, Richard, Richard Linklater. Linklater. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's directed this trilogy, and it's literally Ethan Hawke and this blonde chick, and it's three movies of them just bullshitting for two hours. Does that mean we're going to have to do a top ten Ethan Hawke like, in the future? Because <laughs> <laughs> right we, we know it's going to be top five. It's, I was going to say, I don't know if I could name ten movies that I love him in. Oh. But uh, Predestination, we point. watched that. Yeah. Did that on the podcast. I loved Assault ago. on Precinct 13. I do too, bro. The, the, like, I, I feel like I'm it. one of the minority on that. Like, yeah, no, it's great. It's really good. Like, normally anything that gets re- remade from John Carpenter, I'm completely against. Not that one. That one is the total exception to that rule. Like, that movie was might piss some people off that are John Carpenter fans, but like, and I and you know me, you've heard me sing his praises for years as far as John Carpenter fandom goes, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think the remake of assault on precinct 13 was better than the original. And I, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the original, but I love Larry Fishburne. And yeah, I love Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Dennehy yeah. and fucking Gabriel Byrne being in that. Sorry. You Shout just, out to John you just Leguizamo. Knocked, you, yeah. John Leguizamo. <laughs> but I feel like the, the two actors that get really underappreciated in that movie is Brian Dennehy and yeah. Gabriel Byrne. Like, Gabriel Byrne is always good at playing a crooked cop, too. Like, you know, he's another one that, like, if you had, like, a a top five crooked cop list, 
he should fall into that category. Like, you, you know, even with him in, in uh, The Usual Suspects, which is yeah. another one of my favorites of all time. Right. That's a future episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always down to do Unusual uh, Suspects. But uh, number one cricket crop would have to be Denzel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say good, it's pretty yeah. close. Uh, like, because I think Kurt Russell did a great job in Dark Blue. He really, that's he a, a great very underappreciated Crooked Cop, like, you know, because you wouldn't think with Kurt Russell, like, with everything that he's played, you would not think, like, he would go that's there the for the, something like that. That's the only second time I could think that he played a straight-up villain. Yeah. And uh, Death Proof. Almost. The only difference is he was, like, more redeeming at the end than, than Alonzo was. Even oh, yeah, though, even, yeah. you know, because, like, at the ending, he kind of ends up doing the right like thing. the right thing. Yeah. That would have never happened with Alonzo. No, nah. he was—he's too far gone. Yeah, he's way, way gone. And that's—I'm still winning. Yeah, I'm yeah, winning anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, full yeah. Of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he just had one bullet. You shot yeah. me in the ass. Yeah, shot me in the ass. I need that money. So, yeah. uh, so let's break into the movie. Like, tell me—I don't know how you want to do this. You want to just start it off? Like, yeah, Ethan Hawke is. Well, he's coming off the streets. He wants to be a yes. narcotics, and yes, he in Denzel the be- is his trainer. Yep, in the beginning of the movie wakes up in the morning. I was just about to say, I think that is a crucial. It's not a big scene, but it's very crucial to his character because Coffee it shows. Scene? No, with him holding his baby. Oh, yeah, because oh, it's oh, going to yeah. be the only like moment of whole, peace that he yeah, has exactly. the whole fucking day, <laughs> and it just lets you know that like that love that that look he's giving his baby. Is what gets him through all the shit yep. you're about to see. Yeah, Absolutely, that's true. It took me about five times watching this movie before I was just like, "Fuck, man, that's damn!" Like I didn't even realize that until you said that now. <laughs> like, uh, like, but but yeah. yeah, no, it's true though. It's 100 percent accurate. Like, um, the it, well, and then like he wakes up and you know it's, it's roll call or whatever, and she like she answers the phone, and of course Alonzo, he's so fucking smooth. Mm. You know when she's on the phone, she's all smiling and giddy and stuff like that. She's like, "Oh, it's for you," you know, like, and she hands him the phone, and and like I love how Hoyt gets like slightly ghetto a little bit sometimes, like in certain. You ever notice he's that? Trying when, to impress him? Yeah, he's trying yeah. to impress him. He's like, "I just want to say, you know, I really appreciate, you know, like it's just the way he says like certain <laughs> things in certain scenes that I notice, like." Even like when they get into the diner and he's like, you know, I'll just go get something to eat. You know, he's like, oh, fuck. No, you won't. Yeah, you, you fuck, fuck that, that up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's a great scene. Oh, it really is. I was like, please shut up so I can read my paper. But like 90 uh, percent bullshit. But, <laughs> but, it's, but it's entertaining. So entertain Tell me, me with story. your bullshit. Yeah. Tell me a story. I'm yeah, trying to read a story. You won't let me. So tell, tell me, me a story. story. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's the same diner that was in Seven, by the way. Was it? Yep. I, I was like, it looks like the same diner. That from- diner has been used so many times in, in like big movies. I was gonna say, I can think of a couple more movies that like very, very similar diner experience. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the other ones was, but Seven was the most prominent one oh, no. that I remembered. Like, I was like, oh damn, that's the same fucking diner. Like. Three or four years later, you know, like, uh, but yeah, so it starts off with that and like, you kind of, you know, get a good idea of like, oh, well, you know, almost in a way it's a little deceiving when you watch it's like, it can't be that bad. Right. Like how, how bad can it be? 
oh, just you wait. Well, this is one of those movies that the first time you're watching it, you think Denzel is just a It's like high, the Obi-Wan. Right, the Obi-Wan yeah. narcotics Grizzly officer. vet, you know? Yeah, because it, really uh, it, it really is good at convincing you to think, well, no, this guy can't be bad. Mm-hmm. There's no way. He's probably he's just, just... been out here too yeah, long. Yeah, he's been know? out here for a long time. He's just trying to teach him the ropes. And he's right. going to be hard on him. And then, you know, and and, and that's, and then after you're done watching it, you're like, oh shit. And then you rewatch it. You're like, you pick up on so many things like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) And it's just funny that the movie can do that. It's always kind of funny to me because I remember Denzel Washington in, in an interview during that time for the movie, the very little special features that it had on the DVD, but like they, there was like a featurette on there. And he said, like, Alonso's not a bad guy. He's just got issues. I'm like, no, he's, he's a fucking bad dude. <laughs> I think Denzel's being a look. I mean, I can understand that. You, like, you can see there's moments that he has humanity. Very little, though. Very, very For certain little. people, yeah. yeah. He wasn't yeah. even going to get out of the car when Ethan Hawke was getting fucking handled. Oh, God. But it's such the only a- reason he got out was because old boy pulled the switchblade. Like, yeah. If he hadn't pulled the, the, the knife, I think he would have let him get his ass beat <laughs> until the cows came on. I over. love when he says, I saw that you used that, that chokehold. That's a no-no in the division. <laughs> It's not regulation. <laughs> yeah, it's not regulation. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I was getting my ass kicked. Hey, you did what you had to do. You know, like. Suck your dick. That's what you told me. Oh, yeah. You said suck your dick. Yeah. Oh, God. Puts I the love 45s that. together, dude. Pull your pants. Take your pants down. Take your pants down. Yeah. Rax is nuts, Oh, man. Dude. Fucking two, two fucking guys. He gets his balls literally got pistol whipped. Yeah, Whew. those things are non-existent. Anymore. No man, and then that was a fucking heavy ass fucking handgun, hand cannon that he was holding. Dude, I want to say 1911, but I don't think it is. It looks like it, but I, I, I don't think it is. But like, I've never wanted those... to have two matching guns in my life so much, bro. And I <laughs> yes. was 12 years old. When he this was, came out, right? yeah, he was, he was the ghetto shadow. <laughs> like, right. uh, oh, oh, well, then the other thing I remember, like my first, like. I, I figured we, there would we would all be talking about like our first experiences seeing it because you said you saw it in the theater. What was the first time I had hydro? I'm pretty sure it was the first time I smoked hydro in my life, and this was like 2002. So I saw it like three years after it came out. When it, it was a guy we went to high school with, a guy named Jason, and another kid named Chutter. They call his name was Anthony, but they called him Chutter or Chutter Butter or whatever. Just make sure he knows who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Chudder, I forgot your last name. <laughs> like, don't talk about it. <laughs> but anyway, please so, don't say anybody's last name on here. <laughs> I don't even think it is, to be yeah. completely honest with you. I, like, but anyway, so I we went over to their house, at, like, and he was like, "Hey," and he was he was showing me like the weed that he was growing, not uh, Anthony, but our friend Jason or whatever. And he was like, "We're gonna get real fucking baked on some hydro, and we're gonna watch Training Day." And I'm like. <laughs> All right. All I, want. Yeah, I was like, this is great. And it felt so Old good. Dude. He and he had one of those big screen TVs still, you know. And yeah, when like, they were new, when the they were. Like, yes, yeah. when they were still cutting edge, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like I sat down, I got baked. I was fucking cooked. And when I, I remember I was sitting in this really comfy fucking chair and I was just completely just hooked and just focused on the movie. And when it gets to the scene where um, he tells Hoyt to shoot Roger, 
that scared the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. Like, like, like it scared the living shit out of me. Because for one, it was really dark, and there was just something really menacing about that scene. You like, see it in his eyes. Yes, yes. Like, when he says to him, he's like, oh, you're not going to shoot him? I think that's the turning point of the movie, when you're like... You kind of feel There's that no Denzel. There's no more tiptoeing. Like, you know now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's he's like, the bad oh, wolf. he's yeah. a piece 100%, of shit. 100%. 100%. Like, because when he says, he was like, yeah, you want to get something done, you got to get it done yourself. And he fucking just Blows fires him that away. round. Yeah. Breathe, and it was dog. Just, breathe, dog. Yeah, yeah, breathe, dog. He's like, yeah, he's finished. You know, like, and it's like, God damn, dude, he's Dude, the shit ruthless. he says to him before he does it is cold as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, if you kill somebody in the line of duty... They gotta follow you around in the afterlife as your slave. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a said. Great. Start your entourage, dog. Double gate, double gate. I always, I always laugh at the part when they go down the play by play of like what happened after he shoots Roger or whatever, and they like and Peter Green's character, which is a known character actor that plays a villain in almost every movie yeah, that came out in the 90s. No, never. Not once. <laughs> like I think this was like the least worst villain that he's played, honestly, in comparison. Actually, out like, of all those cops, he was the least fucking dick of Yeah, them. he was. He it was, was probably because he had just got shot. Yeah, right? I always <laughs> laugh. He was like, he was like, you know, you know, Hoyt came in through the rear side. Like, yeah, fuck Hoyt. Ambulance time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure this out or we're going to bleed to death over here. <laughs> I loved him in the mask. Yeah, he was, I was great in that say, too. Dude, you got to say the mask. Bro. I just turned my son on to the villain. mask. Yeah. He loves that movie oh, it's, too. It's the, every time somebody talks about Jim Carrey movies, why does the mask not be, get brought up more? I agree. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Like I watched it with my kid a couple of weeks ago and I always, like, and I've seen it dozens and dozens of times and I forget how fucking funny it is. Yeah. Like, and in dark at times, because I think about that time oh, yeah. all the time. She's like, I thought you weren't going to hurt him. He's like, I lied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he shoots that fucking golf ball out of his mouth. That part still makes me laugh though, you, because man. of the guy's voice. And he was like, because he's, and you he's, yeah, yeah. And your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he was like, you know. It's like he was circling his mouth with the fucking golf club, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, or no, it was his cheek. Yeah. He's like going up and down his cheek with it. It's like, this couldn't get any creepier. Yeah. It's a fucking kids' movie. I love when he says, you could too. <laughs> it's just the way he says that. And then he fucking hits the golf ball off of his lip. But also, Peter Green was also the dude that raped Ving Rames and fucking. Uh, uh, did, did, Pulp baby. Fiction. And uh, I forgot about that. I mean, was, uh, guy, oh, though. Judgment Night was the first movie I saw him, and he was Dennis Leary's like uh, right hand man in mm. it. And I'm like, wow, this guy's got a track record of just being a gangster or a crooked cop. And I'm always excited when he's in it because I was like, I know somebody he's not up to good. <clears throat> yep, pretty much. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything he was ever good like like as a, a good guy. I don't think I've ever seen. Right. If I did, I'd be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so during training day, we find out Denzel is in some bad water with the Russians. The Russians, yep. The Russians, because he has a gambling man. problem. Yep. And can't keep he, his mouth he, shut. Yeah, I guess he. I think he. I think he killed one of their men. He in Vegas like, or like beat a, him to death or yeah. something like that. Yeah. The crazy thing is, Love is like, <clears throat> like, yeah, you don't pick this up the first couple. Well, I didn't anyway. You don't, the first couple of times you watch it, but this is all a setup yeah. like from the beginning. Like mm. this isn't like 
things are happening You've been planning as this it goes all on. Day. That Fuck, was another I've been planning it all week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. That's the brilliance about the movie too, yes. how elaborate the setup is. Because like you're like, holy shit, this guy is fucking devious. Like, like he set this up basically where it was like a failsafe for him. Right. And Hoyt would just be completely fucked. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit. I was just about to say the only <clears throat> thing he didn't account for was Ethan Hawke not going along. Yeah, exactly. And, and it and it's that's probably the the craziest part about it to me is is he was so thorough. Yeah. And so like meticulous with all of his detailing. Yeah. But he didn't look into who he was actually going to get as yeah. a rookie. Like you would think like he would have been like, "Hey man, give me the crook of this motherfucker y'all got." Yeah, right and now. and like, that's what made you love Hoyt's character. Not so only much. that, when you're talking about setups, uh a lot of the things that happen with Hoyt, it's like those are things he would actually do like as a good cop. Like he's in narcotics, but he sees a girl being beat up. Of course he's gonna stop and save her, yeah, but exactly. her, her him getting her wallet and like I'm gonna find out what's going on with this. Talk girl. about like, luck there. And it does pay off later. Yeah, just fucking life, son. But yeah. it doesn't but those a lot of movies they do setups like that and it comes off kind of <laughs> cheesy, like, oh, you had to put that in there so it'll pay off later. That is it is still kind of yeah. unbelievable though. Like LA is a gigantic city. <laughs> yeah. What are the fucking yeah, of all, odds? What are the fucking odds? Yeah, well, you gotta, you know, you you, you gotta it's cool. S- it's, yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah, I was gonna say but it wor- you, you gotta don't think about it too hard. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just tr- let's not yeah. But I'm more so talking about the instance, like uh, whenever the thing was happening I, I was like this is something i feel like hoyt would do right. oh yeah so absolutely and how it pays off i later. think that's what makes his character so like so lovable too because you're like wow this guy like he really is like pure of heart like he, he really is there just to make a difference like, yeah because was- it's not really talked about in the movie at all but you know he got into shit like he had a bunch of shit like one having to be debrief all of what happened that day yeah all the paperwork that he falsified and yeah. this and that and that and with yes, the wise I'm men gonna, right and yes I'm gonna fail a fucking drug test for fucking yep. PCP or whatever the fuck else yep. he gave me yes I had to walk down by my fucking self to the jungle yes and fucking oh, try to rip this motherfucker scene. out of the projects <clears throat> yeah and yes I went strapped gun <clears throat> out into a fucking known gang territory yep. because I just didn't give a fuck yep he I was, was. I was almost got killed after, seven times after Smiley. I mean, who wouldn't at that point? You right. know, like he was completely driven over the edge because that shit with Smiley was so beyond. I don't want to bust up. into that scene just yet, but we're definitely gonna have to go. <laughs> yes, over that we whole have thing. to. We <laughs> have to. That is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get. But to the it. first, I, but the first thing I loved about this because this is like. It's right, right after the diner scene, which I love. They get in the car. And he's like, "We go into the office." He's like, "We're in it." And then, yeah, we in one the of the office, greatest baby. soundtracks of all time, man. You want to talk about timing oh, in yeah. a movie when he hits the switches? Boom, bloop, bloop, bloop. You hear Doctor Dre come in with the instrumental, dude. Yeah. It's just like, oh god, it's beautiful, dude. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Like, and and that that also kind of sets the tone for the movie too. Like a lot of gang culture in this movie. Oh, like God. I did not. There, there's so many things about it that make me laugh too. Like when, like when he goes and he tells him to go and track down Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And he was like, man, it smells like bacon up in this bitch. <laughs> He's like, Fuck you, rookie. rookie? <laughs> <laughs> and then like he goes and chases him down or whatever. And then he was like, 
Oh, what do we have here? Jimmy Crack Corn. Oh, you February fuck now. Like, like, and, and just him going. Said this short? He said, you planted that shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck him. He planted that shit on me, man. Put, like, it back in the, put him in the chair, man. Put me back in the chair, man. <laughs> Get my legs. Get his legs. <laughs> Where the rock's at? Where the rock's at? And he takes that fucking pen and, fucking, and, he was like, and he was like, oh, what's that? He's like, motherfucking crack, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> And then like, when he starts popping the bullets out, that's three, psst, that's five. Yo, how how far you want to go? You federally fuck now. How far yeah. you want to go? Ten. You want to go to jail? You want to go I home? I always love oh, the He says life. that shit three different times I in always movie, love man. how he says And then Ethan Hawke says it at the end. Yep. You want to go to jail? You want to go, go, go home? home. Yeah, and, and I love I love his Snoop Dogg's uh, frustration of screaming fuzz. Like, man, fuck! Like just the way he says it, like cracks me up every time. Right, <laughs> but like because he came from the streets. He oh knows what's yeah, up. it was that was natural. Yeah, right. <laughs> he forgot he was in a movie. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I know that Snoop. I even felt like it was real. <laughs> like, and I know Snoop's acting career isn't like crazy. You know what I mean? But like. I thought he actually showed some chops. No, yeah, he did. You know I mean? He did. Like it's not a big part. He, him but... and Dre both did. Like, I see, I feel like Dre was probably like one of the only person that didn't shine in this. I one was thinking me. the same thing. He's just. Very I think he's. A, I think he's a complete cunt in the movie. Don't get right, me wrong. No, but like, like, I think he did a. He very was supposed good to be job. like the tough guy cop, and yeah. I just didn't buy it. Like. I all, know, I, all like, I could think was I'm glad Beats took off for him. Yeah. <laughs> when, when 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 Ethan Hawke hits him in the mouth and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm oh. just like, eh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm going I'm to fucking kill you. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Like I we should have got, got Ice Cube for that. Yeah, I, I, right. I mean, I don't, that yeah. probably would either him or Cube Ice T. would have fucking killed that you, shit. Oh, oh, yeah, Ice T would have yeah, been Ice T would have been, like, been great. Man, yeah. what, the, what the fuck's up with you, dog? Like, I can just see it now. Like, Ice T would be all over Ice T would have been great, yeah. It's like, I don't want to go into any six feet under references because I think about that song that Ice T was on where he was like it was the weirdest thing hearing his vocals on a death metal band yeah. and like he was there like goes the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. and he's like he, goes, <laughs> he was like I'm gonna blow your motherfucking dome off your goddamn shoulders like, like I was like damn that's a fucking sick line <laughs> Oh, dude, I love Ice T, man. <laughs> I do too. Right. I do too. Like he's he's one of he's definitely one of my favorites, just for like pure entertainment factor. Hundred percent. So that should have been Ice T. Sorry, Dre, but I, I you guys convinced. It didn't take much. One to of the greatest producers of all time, but acting <clears throat> yeah. is not your best. Mm. Exactly. I actually enjoy Dre more in the Wash than I do in this. Oh, right? see, there you go. And it's like, not even a good movie, but like, <laughs> it's just funny though. Like, Damn, that's bad. <laughs> like, I enjoyed you in the movie that sucked. <laughs> like, like, not the one Snoop, that was good. Him and Snoop were like all that movie had and then they threw him and him in there for like 10 minutes at the end. Yeah. And, like, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, though. yeah. You're not missing much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of gathered. <laughs> like, it was one of those uh, $15 Walmart purchases ooh, at 2 in the morning. That's, yeah. that's what that movie was. Had a, couple, yeah. had a couple of those over the years. Like, And those those weren't like good, bad movies either. They were just bad, bad movies. Right, right. Like, remember, like... Those those DVDs like where it was like twenty different fucking movies and like I oh think like those like two- horror packs yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> I like you were there for one of them when me and when me and Jessica were still together and we sat down and we watched one of them and it was fucking atrocious from start to finish oh, really yeah oh my god I don't remember so that but I probably was yeah well, we were yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh so next on the list in Training Day is when he meets up with his uh, inside <clears throat> man. Oh, Sandman? Oh, um... 
No, I was gonna say the one thing that maybe before you knew that he was full on evil was like the part where he gets him to smoke the drugs. <clears throat> yeah, he's like, yes. he's like smoke that shit, and he's like, man, fuck no. I'm not but the thing that. is, and he pulls like, the fuck. He just stops in the middle of the fucking intersection. He's like, yeah. the if fuck I was a drug dealer, yeah. you'd be fucking dead right now. Yeah, he's the like, fuck out of my car. But the thing is, when you watch it the first time, you feel like that's how it is. He's right. like, you're like, he's really testing him. Like, yeah. These are yeah. the streets. Yeah. You can't be acting like a bitch out here. Yeah, exactly. you'll die. Exactly. That's exactly. what I said. That, that's yeah. why it's so good. I was, I was gonna say because it is very deceiving like yes. he felt like he was doing it because he wanted to, to protect, protect him. him yeah until the smiley scene i really thought he was gonna pull it back yeah. and it was like same all here. this same was here. to prepare you for these fucked up streets you yeah. know right. same, same here and it couldn't have been more more fucked up than you could have ever imagined right. like mm-hmm. like because and then the the other thing that i loved is um like leading up to all of that is when they go to rogers and he gets I know that's what people, makes it I, even I, more fucked up. Yeah, because yeah, because Roger he's was, like literally they're like <clears throat> drinking lemonade and shit. Yeah, and talking about football and yeah, yeah. You know. Which I do love the stereotype though of they always follow the local players. That's such a point break thing. Yeah, you know where it's like oh strong safety right? Like how do these people know this? You know? Oh, they're, they're out there. They're <laughs> like, out there. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> like, but it's always something that takes place in California too. That's the second movie that I've noticed that because they're like. And point break when they're all playing football by the water and they're like, Utah, right? Oh, oh, this guy's number 21 is Utah, man. Like, remember he used to play for the blah, blah, blah. But what? It was like, oh, yeah, I was in high school. What? Dude, how does anybody know that? <laughs> like, like college, I could see a little bit because I get more. No, it wasn't even college. Yeah. It was high school. Yeah, football. high school. Is like, 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 you know, and then, like, and that was the thing. Like, same with training days. Like, yeah, I follow all the strong. Yeah, I, I always, I follow all the best players. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, but like, I always love when Roger tells him that story when he goes like, you know, the turtle was on the porch and like, I can't remember, I'm paraphrasing it. I don't want to butcher it too much. But when it's he was, a snail. Yeah, it was a snail. That's it. The snail was on the porch and he looks up, says, fuck's your problem. And they both just like look at him with this glare. He's like, oh, that's not funny. That's not funny. He's like, why are you laughing? And then he was like, listen, kid. You figure that, that joke out. You'll figure, figure out. the streets out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, that's some bullshit. Like, and then I love when he goes, you know what, man? I already figured him out. He's like, oh yeah, you figured him out, huh? You, the streets you, are all about smiles and cries because <laughs> smiles and cries—that's all you have, and they can never take it away. I love when Alonzo goes, man, oh fucking finish. Drink, drink your drink, man. Shut the fuck up with that So shit. It's a, it was like this close to me. Like, I can't wait to kill you later. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true. But then fucking. Uh, Roger says, like, smiles and cries, smiles and cries. I feel you, man. And then, like, he says, and then he points out how insightful that actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And that's when fucking Alonzo's like, oh, damn, that's some real shit. Yeah, that's some real shit. And like, that's and- when you kind of like think, like, he's thinking to himself, like, I fucked up by picking this guy. Like, he's not going to do what I need him yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the look I feel like he gets on his face. Like, he's like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to I didn't want to get all boy. <laughs> right. Oh, like, I don't know so... if I'm going to be able to turn this fucking guy, dude. Right. It was so good when Jake started to, like, become defiant. Like, that was, like, one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like, especially when he was, like, um, he point like, he points the shotgun at him. And then he was like, that is the second time that you pointed a gun at me. There will not be a third. I love that fucking line. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was watching it for the first time, I got a fucking boner for that. I was like, oh, yeah, you fucking tell his bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 
the way the, just the fucking fire in him. And yeah, because like, up dude. until that point, uh, you didn't really see it. And you know but... what? And and there was a moment though in Alonzo's face where he was like, "Damn, this sucks that I can't turn you, man." Like mm-hmm. he's like, "Cause you." You got some fire that well, I see, like. Well, see, at that point, it was almost like it was survival for both of them. Yeah. Because he's looking at the other cops, and they're like, I thought you said this was going to be a fucking thing. Like, I thought you said there was going to be a problem. Yeah. Like, he was going to take the fucking money and do what he's supposed to do. And he's like, hey, 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 he's he just like me. Yeah. He's just like me when I was young, you know? Like, he's trying yeah. to, he's like, he's convincing himself, but at the same time, he's trying to make it to where they don't fucking kill him either. That too, and I feel like, though, but there was, that was one of the moments where I felt like Alonzo had a little bit of humanity. Right. Though. Like, he's still going to try to pull it out, you know? Yeah, because he was like, nah. no, 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 I definitely see a little bit of myself in this kid, so mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to try to save his ass. Y'all ain't going like, to do nothing. Y'all ain't yeah, going to touch yeah, him. Yeah, nobody's going to touch him. I say nobody touches him, nobody touches him, you yeah. know? Like, and like, but that was such a great, like, such a powerful fucking scene. And he's like, like Danny, where are you going? PI or uh, detective? Yeah, yeah. Like, where are you going? Head up of this. And he's like, give me two years, I could change your life. Oh yeah, you know, like, like S I S. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I always like, felt like that guy should have been played by Andy Garcia. It's like the <laughs> best, uh, just like the best places cops, you know, like the best departments yeah. cops want to go. Yeah, because every narc, that's their. Uh, their way of becoming detective is like, I don't know if that's a real thing or if that's just a cliche thing in the movies, but it's like, fuck that. I'll just be a beat cop. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a fucking narc. I'm just seeing fucking <laughs> narc after seeing fucking training day. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> like, fuck that. Do man. being an undercover anything. Agent, cop, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't handle the stress. Oh my god, this guy's shit liquid the entire time. You've seen Donnie fucking Brasco, man. You know, like that. That was tense too. I was watching. I was watching a (laughs) documentary about a guy that infiltrated three different biker gangs. It's like, how do you do that and sleep at night? There's no way. The shit you must see. Oh, dude, dude, what kills me is like they they, they're not supposed to do the drugs and shit, but sometimes they say fuck it, they're gonna do. You got to. You have to because they fucking put it on you. Right, but yeah. you're not supposed to kill anybody. You're not supposed to steal anything. You're not supposed to do any of that. You can't tell me the motherfuckers have to hold all that up, bro. Because if you're a criminal organization, I want to see if you can do this. Right, yeah. shoot like, this motherfucker. Even, even entry level, like, you know what like I mean? right? It's scary as fuck because, like, it, it actually kind of makes me the like the funny side of it makes me think of this episode of The Boys. It was in the first season, <laughs> fucking, when he tells him that he was like, listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take this right here, put it in the phone, you know, and then I want you to slip it out. And then, like, and then you, he's like, holy fucking shit, that's a lot of shit you want me to do. Like, I can't go in there and do that. <laughs> and, then and then he stops him in the minute. He's like, Huey, calm down. He was like, you're being a cunt. <laughs> I love like, that shit. Yes, I I like, nobody says cunt like Carl Urban. No, man. nobody does. And I love what he says to him. He was like, you can take the fucking red pill or blue pill, whatever. What was it? Red pill. And then like, he starts going on about the red, blue, the red pill or the blue pill or whatever. And then he was like, <laughs> he goes like, he was like, basically, you know. And then he was like, what pill do you want me to take? And he's like, he was like, just, I'm just saying, stop being a cunt. <laughs> Um, but y'all were talking about it before we hit a record. Uh, uh, a nice little cameo from what's her name? Uh, Macy oh, Gray. He, oh, Macy Gray. Gray. Yes, I, I love that scene so much. She, my my sister, God rest her soul, fucking loved Macy Gray. Like as She's a great. singer, I like, do love Macy Gray. She, I 
can't do it. Her voice is too smoky for me. No, fuck that. You listen to metal. What are you talking about? I know. I know. That's the biggest, I, I know, double standard some, ever. But I just want like, to get her some hot tea. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so do I. She's Yeah, exactly. Or you know? We have fucking, we have fucking like issues with her throat. You want a it makes me want to clear my throat every time I listen to no, her. I think it adds to her singing. I love it. Like to me, I'm just like. <clears throat> I think it makes it even better because to have a voice that distinct and that beautiful and then that's how you sound when you just talk. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't really think much of her musical career, but as an actress, I think she's fucking amazing. Like, I she feel like, actress? she like, what? <laughs> she's got, got a couple of bangers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting berated over fucking Macy <laughs> Fucking love Macy Gray. I'm sorry. You do what you want with Creed, but you leave Macy alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. <laughs> Damn. Never thought I'd see the day. It's gonna be listening to Macy Gray on the way home. <laughs> maybe Damn, there's maybe there's something to it. You're fucking right. I get it. <laughs> Don't you listen to Mick. We that always would, got this. That would be the fucking day. That would be the weirdest thing that I'd ever been convinced on in my you're life. You're at like, work. They're like, "What are you listening to today, Mick?" Oh, and you're like, "Macy, Macy Gray." <laughs> Why the fuck are you listening to Macy? Gray? It's Cannibal Corpse. Your headphone falls out. It's like, <laughs> I try to sit. Was that nothing? Uh, I think I should shuffle. I'm losing my my street cred right now. <laughs> I think I hit shuffle or something by accident. It's so true. This is an ad. Oh, <laughs> um, Macy's so Macy there, Gray there, sales. She, up to anybody that listens to this episode, you got a free fucking Macy Gray endorsement, a really passionate one, too. Like, <laughs> she's a treasure. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, as an actress, so she's amazing, especially she, in this little part. The Paper Boy was another one that she did. She was amazing, and like, I loved her character in it. Like, mm-hmm. it was Zach, it was when Zach Efron started doing more serious movies, yeah. too. I re- you would love that fucking movie. I'm shocked you paper haven't seen Yeah, the paper. It is fucking I love how amazing. you can tell that I have not seen it because of my lack of reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, because <laughs> like, I, I know you're... I know when you've seen something because you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, he, you know how he is. Like, yeah. like you know when, he, when he's seen it. Like, But, yeah, like in that scene, though, when and then like what a troll moment by Alonzo, too. Like the warrant was just a fucking menu at like a Chinese, Chinese restaurant. restaurant. That he pulled out of his... <clears throat> He was, out of his, uh, what you sitting there looking pretty for? Like, blast that fool. Yeah, like, I, I love that. This motherfucker stole my money. Get his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is a good scene, dude. It that is. Shootout? That poor Monte Carlo. God. Oh, man. I know. That movie was the movie that made me want a when Monte he's like, Carlo. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, come here. I got your ass now. And he just starts letting them motherfuckers go. Oh, and they so jump behind the tree. That's brave, dog. Yeah, and Thinking also. that tree's going to stop. And right. also, right. You, you scared the shit out of those fucking gangsters. Too, he's like, damn, that motherfucker ain't fucking around. Like he's, he's fucking got two hand cannons. Well, like there's like four of them shooting at him in broad daylight, and he's just like, all right, you want to play? Yeah, Shot my right. Fucking car. Oh, like, yeah. and you know that's why he was pissed. He oh, didn't yeah. give a fuck about anything else. He's like, man, motherfucker, shot my car. Like, I love that. This is the <laughs> one time the car wouldn't start. I know, right? It I, was like that was one of the like f- small critiques. Like but, this car worked perfect. Yeah, it purred like a kitten the rest of the right? movie. But now that he's getting shot at, it doesn't want to start. Yeah, exactly. It was still running after he got you know, filled there, with holes. There really is like this little under uh, like undertone of horror in a crime drama. Yeah, because like, that right there, and then you point that out. That's a good point. That's like a 
basic trope. Horror trope, yeah. yeah. that's a basic horror trope all day long. Then their phones stop working. Yeah, like, what's ex- going on? Ex- exactly. We're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't get a signal. Yeah, like every time. <laughs> that's like, but yeah, like that. And then also, like for me, I still think one of the most suspenseful fucking scenes, actually second most suspenseful scenes is fucking Smiley. We might as well just... Well, I, 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 what I was going <clears> to <throat> say about the the, the, the the Sandman's house. Yeah. The interaction that <clears throat> her and Ethan Hawke have is like, you know, it, it just points out again to how great he is in this movie because he's trying not to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like he still thinks that cops are good guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like, come here, man. Get, get Give me, give me a pound. You know what? You're still cool. She like pulls just, the kid away. Cool. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. You and gonna you shoot me. You gonna shoot me in front of my nephew. Motherfucker's gonna shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. Close like, your eyes, Marcus. Yeah. You like, know, like, and it's just like, it's a great scene, man. And meanwhile, she knows what he's looking for. You know, yep. he's tearing her fucking house apart. Like, yep. Sorry, and you, man. And you, and you, we made a mistake. Well, when she hears it, she, she hears the drawer where they keep the money. She's like, I want to see that warrant. I want to warrant. see that goddamn warrant. Yeah, yeah. Fucking the way she's smoking that cigarette. <clears throat> she's smoking though. the fucking yeah. filter at this point. Yeah, right. I was like, I damn, that that's warrant. definitely a Newport. <laughs> I guess I used to smoke them. <laughs> Fire voices like that. Yeah, exactly. My voice was like that for a little while too. <laughs> you and Macy Gray sound about the same. Damn, you're right. I'm if I the, closed the, my eyes, I was like, Macy Gray. <laughs> I'm the he metal. stuffs that fucking hundred grand down in the suit. Which, by the way, man, denim suits, man. He killed that shit. Yeah, right. I almost got one after this movie. Yeah, like, right. Like, Who like, makes that Fubu? I need one. <laughs> the Fubu days. Yeah, like. Well, yeah, that was like you know baggy clothes extravaganza era right there. We we all lived in. I'm that still era. trying to keep it alive. Oh, I know is. you are. I know you are. That's why I had to send you some Canyon River Blue <laughs> Links. <laughs> even his bag. Like, hey, it's even boot cut. <laughs> like crazy. But yeah, I, I mean, and then like leading up to that, that's when he says like to catch a wolf, you gotta be you know what was it like to like to to catch the wolf. Fuck! What does he say? Like I'm, I can't believe I'm butchering that line right now. And he's like, and but then like he gets pissed off. And he's like, I said when you got to catch a wolf, you got to be a motherfucking sheep, like or something like that. You could tell like he was getting. He was like, man, I don't know what he's like. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck ever. Anyway, you know, uh, and he's and he looks at him. He was like, in spite of what I say, you did a good job out there, crime fighter. You know, like oh Isn't wait, it, doesn't he say if you want to catch a wolf, you got to be a wolf? Yes, that's it. That's it. And I always laugh about the crackheads where you hear the one guy that's talking. She's like, pussy ass bitch. It's <laughs> like, you go over here, I'll crack your fucking head open. And then like he was like, you know, this girl was like 15 years old. He's like, yeah, but she was all woman, man. And you're like, God damn. Like just that guy's smoky voice is just entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then like, but I love right when he walks off. You hear, pussy ass bitch. <laughs> He, um, and then uh, when he when he when he goes and um, buys the warrant, 
Oh, that's what yeah. the money was for was to buy the warrant. That's right. That's right. Because, that's right. And and that's and that was the wise man. And they go and he was like, "Yeah, go get yourself a baseball steak or something like." Fuck I, off! I've still goes, never, I've still off. never heard that fucking term in my life, but yeah. I want to use it when I go to a steakhouse. Like, I'm gonna go give me a baseball steak. <laughs> like, is that a real thing? I didn't know. <laughs> I heard it in training day. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you go to a fucking steakhouse and you order a baseball steak, they're gonna shoot you because it's a code word for something. <laughs> Yeah, right. They bring you a fucking liver. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I came from Alonso. You can't trust it. But like, but like, yeah, like, and, <laughs> yeah, it's like and then, uh, when you know they they introduce all the actors, and I was like, holy shit, fucking Tom Berenger's in this. Like, and I mean, if you remember Platoon, Tom Berenger played one of the best fucking villains in a war film ever made, and. You know, he was very... It, Tom Berenger's always smooth in everything he's in. I feel like he's like... If they ever wanted an American 007, and if they would have done it back in the day, Tom Berenger would have been the guy for the job. Because yeah. he just... Even in Inception, even though he didn't have the biggest part in the movie, he was just smooth. And I don't, It's just something about how Tom Berenger talks. I love him in Major League. Yeah, yeah me too. Major Leagues. Me too. Like, and, um, and then you see... Harris Yolen, which, you know, I always remember him as the judge in Ghostbusters 2 that makes the slime all pissed off and they, mm-hmm. the, when the Scolari brothers come out. And then the other dude from Falling Down, that's the asshole cop that's like, you know, I don't ever trust a man that couldn't curse, you know, or something like that. And he's just like a dick to Robert Duvall. Like, and he's in it too. That old man, he's like, when he's telling the story about the art thief. Yes, with the peanut, the peanut butter. butter yes. Oh, that's such a great story too. Beat the system. You got to give it to him. Like, that's what you t- think, huh? Uh, he was like, oh, maybe not. And then he was like, well, you know, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I see him out on the street. I'm going to do him myself. Guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then like, I remember Tom, he was like, take, take away his guns. <laughs> it's just like, uh, but yeah, it's a good thing because like Tom Berger's not in it long, but it just lets you know that like even the upper echelons of the police and how perfect And how perfect that Tom Berger is the one that's kind of like leading... You know, that 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 echelon of like the the, the elites of the LAPD. And There's a deleted scene at the that end. he's in. Yeah. And it makes and me he's mad. Like trying to like through all this, he still like tries one more attempt. Like, you yeah, know, let the shit ride or. Uh, yeah. And, and he was like, what did you do with it? I put it in evidence. And mm-hmm. it's like and you could just see the look on Tom Berenger's face like, fuck, we're screwed. We're completely screwed. Now like, all of us are going down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, uh, which I really think, I know there's some people that say that they shouldn't, that, that it was good that they cut it. I don't think they should. Like, I thought that scene was so good. It was, but at, at the same time, it's like, through all the emotional ride of he had through that, it just kind of like. Kind of give him a break. Well, <laughs> just not only that, home. but it's, it's kind of implied. You yeah, know, that like when he busted true. Alonzo. That everybody's fucked. Yeah, everybody down the line because he was going to testify. It was like dominoes. Right. Literally like dominoes. He knew that he was going to get in shit himself, but he was going to do the right thing no matter what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like I always always think about uh, the part when when Tom Berenger is saying, he's like, I heard you had an expensive night in Vegas. He was like, oh, yeah. I can't handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I do not want you to dick this up. I don't want you to be on the front page of the newspaper like those other assholes. And like I, I just I love that whole scene because it's like he's like where are you gonna get that kind of fucking money? Oh yeah, he was like oh, I got an account like a used one. Whose? It was my a first used one. one. Yeah, yeah. He was like, <laughs> oh, and I love it too because 
it's so great because when you you see that scene and you see the exchange between all of them, it is so beyond fucking convincing. Like you can tell that they have had this is years of experience of doing this. Not their first rodeo. Yeah, not at all. Like like because like you could hear like even in Tom Berenger's voice, he's like, what possible account could he have used at this point to cover that much yeah yeah Yeah. because you could see it on his face and also i think you could see that there was a little bit of doubt in tom berenger's eyes because he was like "Mm, i think he's fucking lying you know but whatever he'll he'll figure it out because he's he always he's he's fucking dirty you know like he'll figure it out which you know he he did like he took that fucking money well i love when they come out of the restaurant and ethan hawk's like what was that all about he's like you don't want to know and he's like, yeah, I do. He's like, Warren Saint, Warren Saint Free, Jake. He's like, you're fuck, you're right. Fuck, I didn't man, know. shit, man, I didn't want to know. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah, and like you feel that too. Like, damn, and like, and I and I love it because then when like after like they kill Roger and stuff like that, that, that literally happens right after that. Yep, you meet the yep, crew. They, yep, and then the, that's when they go. And they to go to Roger, and and that's the th- and that was another thing that was brilliant about that movie, is that you didn't realize that they were going to go to Roger's house. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause they, they keep they, saying Sandman <clears throat> yeah. until you get to his house. And they shot the scene from the back of his house. Like that's, what's also subtle when they first introduce Roger's character, it's you on the see front from door. the front door yeah. and they see in the back door and they walk in there and they're like, Oh fuck, they're going to Roger's house. Why the fuck are they doing that? And then you find out Roger's a fucking Sandman. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's, it's to show how how crooked Denzel <clears throat> is willing to go, like yeah. shoot his friends. Yep. Like he even said, he's like, "You're my." Fr-. He was he was your friend. He's like, he was not a friend because he knew yeah, my he first name. He, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, man, that mother, that cocksucker. I, you know, like I watched him uh, operate for years with impunity. Yep, and I finally got that motherfucker. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, like he was like, like he'd been looking forward to that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, which is even crazier. Like, like which puts even more <clears throat> emphasis on the scene between them all earlier. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. And it's just like I said, that's why this movie is a fucking masterpiece. It, oh my god, it's just like everything connects so good. I don't dude. think right. people understand. Like this movie is more than just a crime drama. This movie is just like masterfully made. Like, yeah, Michael Mann, I love you. You're one of the greatest filmmakers ever, but I don't even think he could do something this elaborate. Like that's that's how like how far like this might surprise you. As much as I love Heat, I put this over Heat. That's yeah. that's how amazing. After rewatching it, it, it like <clears throat> Heat is a very like I love by, Heat, but it was never even close to me. Like yeah. this one's always been. Better. Well, Heat has yeah. always been everyone's like this is like textbook crime dramas. Like nice if movie. you say t- crime drama, Heat is like right yes, there. Yes, yes. But this is more than that. I think Training Day is like you know the ultimate like uh, I guess you could say predecessor to like what a crime drama really could be because it started exploring kind of like elements. At least I feel like elements that you didn't really see exploited, pre- explored previously. In yeah, we've seen dramas. dirty cocks, but, but cops. <laughs> we've seen dirty cocks. Sure. Well, sometimes they're the same thing. <laughs> Once a day, I look at one. You know? <laughs> and they always got a badge. <laughs> <laughs> but not to this extent. Like, we yeah. never got into the head of, like, a crooked... And then yeah. I swear, I think half of the uh, half of the shock or the or the the allure of it is because it's Denzel. Yeah, like yes. I said, you when you're used to seeing him with as the knight in shining armor, and then all of a sudden he's the Black Knight. 
Yeah, you know right. he's the he's the fucking wizard or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, like he's the bad guy. Yeah, like, right. that don't make no sense. Like, that's yeah. what made it so fucking great. Like that's why I feel like it is head above shoulders better than Heat. Like on every level. And like the one thing that I always get hanged up about Heat is the fucking exchange between Vince. And his wife, because I still, to this day, <laughs> don't feel like any of that's believable. That is the thing, because like, some of the things from Pete don't really hold up. You're like, yeah. oh, it feels dated. Watching Drain a Day still felt fresh. Yes, exactly. Still felt so fresh. At 100%. Like, I love Heat. There's like it's very 50-50 though. There's some things that are still great and that still hold up. That There's scene in the diner in between Pacino it's, and It's one of the greatest scenes of all time. Oh, yeah. Still kill, yeah. But. Well, and, and Wayne Grow is one of the greatest underrated villains ever you know like especially when he was like uh he was like you got a you got an appointment with the reaper you know or something like that you're like god damn that's creepy you know and he does such a good job of convincing you but training day though it's just i think that movie like i don't if i was to do a top five favorite crime dramas that would be so incredibly difficult for I me to do. I wouldn't even want to hurt my brain to try to no, do that. No, me, me neither. <laughs> I know, but I know Training Day would be at least number one, in, number two. In there. Like, there's there's no way it wouldn't be on my list. Like, now we go to Smiley's yes, house. Yes, I was going to say, we, no, more, no more putting it off. We're going to Yeah, gonna I can't. This I, this, I am, legend. like, ready to sink my teeth into this one because this scene, <laughs> this scene, like, scared the fuck out of me. Mm. Like... Even as a fucking eighteen-year-old dumbass, completely baked at him, I was cooked. And Look at I'm all like, these fucking MS thirteen. Yeah, yeah, right, tats, dude. Uh, like, fucking and and fucking thugging it. Dude. What, what's his name from fucking uh, Breaking Bad? Tuco. Yeah, you know. And you mean was, the Spanish guy in every bad? Yeah, he's <laughs> every same, crime he's drama. The he he same plays character. the same character. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. He, he kills it. Yeah, he's great at it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when he says to him, he was like, "Hey, rookie, you ever got your shit pushed in?" My, my what? Your shit pushed in. Simple question. And he was like, I've had my shit pushed in, man. <laughs> Big time, bro. Yeah. Like, and, and then like, uh, when, and Smiley. Smiley is so smooth. Like, it, he's, he's very likable too. He's like, I'm always getting your, love from the homies, baby. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, two pair, you fucking dumb truck. <laughs> like, I love what he says. <laughs> Yeah, I grew up. I grew up with guys like this, and it is scary because they really do reel you in like they're your best fucking friend. Yes, and then they will turn on you like a on a dime. Yep, they, got, they don't give a fuck about you. You want to yep. play a hand? Nah, I'm just waiting for Alonzo. Alonzo's taking a shit, man. Yeah, play yeah, yes, play a hand, man. Yeah, like, and they start talking. I love that line though. He's like, "How long have you been a pig?" He's like, I'm sorry, a police officer. I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been a pig for six months. He goes, how you like it? He goes, I should have been a fireman. <laughs> oh, that's so, <laughs> I love that that's so great, too. Like, because, like the modesty that, that came out of him in that moment. That's another thing that made Hoyt such a likable character. He's like, man, dude, I've had a fucking day. At this point, I don't know. He doesn't I'm, even know that it's about to get turned to yeah, 11. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's about to get worse. <laughs> like, And then like the other thing that was subtle about it, when he asked him if he could look at his Beretta, and he fucking Man, took like the clip one? out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I seen that one. I want to see yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he get, and he does that cool little thing where he, he 
the the bullet pops out of the he chamber. Catches it, yeah. yeah like and you have like, to show me that, man. <laughs> yeah, like to learn which that, that guy, me. which that guy also has played the oh, yeah. stereotypical yeah, gangster. A, yeah, I he mean was, that all three of them have. Yes, so all three all together. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff Curtis moved was, on a little bit. I was about bit. to say Smiley <laughs> played FBI agent. Yes, and, and Die, Hard, yeah, Die Hard. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I was going to say that, and he did play a very more elaborate terrorist in Collateral Damage with Schwarzenegger too. So like he's he's moved up some and he's. A fireman on some TV show. I don't else. even know what nationality that guy is. I've seen him play a Mexican, an Arab. Uh, yeah, me neither. Like, <laughs> like oh, uh, he had a small. Part. He's actually white. Yeah, like, <laughs> probably. Yeah, maybe it's like the whitest Mexican I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and he was also in. Um, he had a really small part in that Michael Mann movie, The Insider. Yeah, he was um, that the guy that Al Pacino was talking to in the very beginning, where they had to blindfold him, and I'm like. And I didn't even know until I saw the movie about like six years ago. And I'm like, it's fucking Cliff Curtis. Like, I didn't know the guy was around that fucking long. Because like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first movie I saw him in was Training Day. But like, he was great in it too. And I kind of wish that they would have kept that scene in where Smiley was kind of apologizing to him after everything. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's get to the part. What happens? So then they fucking Dude, like. the coldest shit ever is when he looks out the window <laughs> and the car is gone. gone. And he says, "There's nobody like, out there for you, man." Like you can, oh. you can tell his heart like sinks into his stomach because your heart sinks into your yes. stomach because you know what's about to happen. My heart was racing yes. during that whole scene, dude. Like, he hits old boy in the mouth, and then they bust that fucking beer bottle over his head, and old girl walks in. She's like, "Well, you fucked him you up, busy." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, like he throws her the money. He's like, "Go fucking count it. Make sure it's right this time." <laughs> yeah. Yo, let me get the blender, Holmes. Blender's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he fucking uh, he has. Yeah, they drag his ass, dude. That was what scared the shit out of me. Is like when they take him in that bathroom and they point that fucking double barrel at his head. Pull it back, Holmes. I can't <laughs> see. Like he yeah. wanted to see his yes. head get blown off. That's what made it even fucking worse. And because he, you know that shit really fucking exactly. Happens. Like it's not just a movie. The that house full of people. There's probably kids in that house, bro. Yeah, right. but they just don't give a fuck, dude. Right. Well, there's That's, like a block party going out on the front. Mm-hmm. They, they're good. Yeah, and they were blaring Cypress Hill. That was cool. Oh, yeah, dude, that was like, the dopest. Uh, That's why I said <laughs> epic soundtrack, bro. Like, yes. I bet the soundtrack on this bitch went double platinum. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and, and then, like, and then finally, saving grace, that fucking wallet, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the setup and the payoff, like, it didn't feel cheesy. Like, it felt earned. Yeah, because if really there was ever a time in a movie that that would have went bad, it was right there, dude. Yeah. I would I would actually argue with somebody if they tried to, like, shit on that. Like, no, no. That is absolutely earned. It was it was well-placed. Right. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's, I'm, you know, like, that. I think that was great how they did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe it was a little bit unbelievable, but, you know. It's <clears> a movie. <throat> exactly. Like, it's called it plays heightened in, reality for a reason. Yeah, well, it plays into his character. It's something his character would do and would have on him. That's why ex- it's believable. Exactly. And if you think about the whole movie overall, it's literally, like, the only thing that went his way. Yeah. Up until that point. That's yeah. true. That's like, true. Like, he needed a win. <laughs> right. Like, the yeah. audience at that point he, needed this fucking guy to get a break. sort of you know? got one with the crackheads. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, because, like. But like I said, it was only because he pulled that knife. Like, Alonzo was like, well, you can't fucking kill him before I need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. I swear, he wouldn't have got out of the fucking car. If, no. Uh, if, Not if, at all. If he hadn't, like, really been in danger. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like. 
But like, and then afterwards, like, I love the fucking look when he, you know, he tells him, like, he gets on the phone and he was like, "We're gonna he, get to the bottom of your bullshit. We're gonna get to the bottom of your She's bullshit." She's a civilian, Holmes. Yeah, he's like, like you <laughs> fucked up. Like, you fucked up. Yeah, like he gets on the phone. And he was like, "She's like, so did you did you go to school today?" And he's like, "All day." Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, I was there." Like, that always made me laugh when she goes, "Yeah, I was." They're like she, all she, day. We were there. We've done that. Yeah. She, I was gonna say she actually sounded like a kid, like, lie, she did. like trying to get away. She with a did. Lie. That was and because like you could eat, like you could even see her like swallowing, like and and discomfort. Yep, so, I went all oh, day, all day. I was there. Yeah, what are you I didn't about? ditch once, not one time. Right. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Uh, you know what? I, I I wasn't there. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I heard different. Like, and then he was like, and then he was like. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I got jumped by these two crackheads, and I love how she says, like, they like try to rape me. Yeah, that was so casual. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know how they do it. You know how they do it in the, in the streets. You know, it's <laughs> Tuesday. You know, I wear my little girl outfit. They try to rape me. It happens every week. <laughs> I told them I was going to stop so taking true. that way. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> like, and then, like, he's like, um, <laughs> He goes, and then he was like, uh, he "Well, was no, like, she's like, uh, but, but this white cop, white boy came cop out of came. nowhere." And like he was, and he kicked their asses like that. <laughs> she's like, "But they almost killed him." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What he looked like?" She's like, I don't "He know. was a white he's boy. A white boy. He's young. <laughs> That's the only thing that saved his fucking ass, boy, <laughs> yeah. dude." And uh, it's even crazier because like you hear him pleading, "I have a daughter. I have Please. a little I girl. I saved her. Yeah. I saved her. They were gonna fucking rape her, and yeah. they didn't give a fuck." They were yeah. still just as ready to blow his yeah. fucking head off. Like. But this part is so important because it also shows the respect, like how the streets really are. You show me respect, I'll show you respect. Yep. He saved his nephew, but he saved his, his nephew, niece, yeah, his niece, whatever. Niece, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I'll give you a life for a life kind yep. of thing. So that's yeah. what I, it's a really important. You could scene. tell nothing like that had ever happened because they're shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when uh, he gives the shotgun, to old boy behind him, Life's and he's a like, trip, kind of. <laughs> and he said, uh, "He said this is fucked up, Holmes. Like, you know, because like they were surprised. Like, you're gonna spare this motherfucker." I, I always laugh too because when fucking, um, oh my god, when Tuco goes, I know it's, that's not his name in the movie, no. but like when he goes, he's like. Some trippy ass shit, Holmes. <laughs> like, and like yeah. to this day, I say that. Like, when something crazy happens, like, some trippy ass shit, Holmes. Like, <laughs> well, you gonna blast this fool or what? He's like, Her mom was telling the truth. On. He was telling the truth. He was like, and, and he was like, damn. He just like puts the towel over him. Like, like you messed driving. up my floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you almost killed hey, you. you know but we're cool now. You know, yeah. this shit was just business, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was really like thinking to myself, like, what else was he going to say to him? Right, right, right. He couldn't yeah. even get words out. He was just like. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and you know then the saying? deleted scene, you see Smiley try to get him to convince him to not be a cop anymore. He was yeah. like, you know, life's too short, man. You should go do something else. Like, And it's like, I mean, that I feel like that would probably be like a conversation that like like that after everything they'd been through. If his if his <clears throat> character hadn't just like fucking melted down at that point. Yeah. And he went the good way. Like, I honestly could have seen him just leaving that house and going home. Yeah, and absolutely. And just getting into the bed with his wife and baby. And just yeah. be like, I'm never leaving here. You again. would have thought that's right. what he would have done. But I probably like, would have. Yeah, yeah, sure. me too. Yeah, me too. Fuck yeah, but me the hate, too. The hate and the anger 
You can see it because he almost looks like he's about to turn fucking Super Saiyan he, walking he, through the project. I was gonna say, I was gonna right. say he got Hoyt got a little scary towards like the end of the movie. I think he's done with it. Like, yeah, he, I almost love, got killed. For I, I, I love that scene. He's walking through with purpose, and that was the yes. last thing Denzel told him at the beginning of the movie. Don't ever come out here without me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, there's dudes sitting on the roof, and old boy has a fucking bazooka. Yeah. And he yells out to him, you're going to need more than that, white boy. Yeah, and you hear another one go like, what you doing here, white boy? Yeah, like, like. What you doing here, rookie? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, like yes. A, you're like a shotgun getting cocked in the background. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy, dude. Uh, when he walks in, the, but the, the one thing that he had on his side, too, is everybody there was sick of Alonzo's shit. Yeah, like, yeah we didn't talk about shit. it, but he was like. <clears throat> He was like, hey, man, I appreciate what you did for my nephew. You That's know some real saying? shit. And, he was and then like, he walks up there and he's like, I hate that motherfucker. He's like, man, I'm sick of that motherfucker. Like, like yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, man, I hate his ass. Because like, he like tells Terry Crews, like, make sure you call me. Because yeah. I, you know, like, yeah, yeah you, and work you, for me. You could tell like Bones just was fucking like done with his ass. And then it was like, and then when it happened, you know, Bones was like, fuck yeah, we finally got a reason to get this motherfucker out of our lives, you know, like, and then this is pretty much what he was doing. Yeah. He was holding their hood hostage. Because yeah. That's where his baby mama and illegitimate child lived. Yes. Cause that was the deal. I keep y'all out of fucking prison and y'all keep my baby mama safe. Yep. Here in this place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it gave him a place to hide out and shit when stuff was good. Cause them Russians weren't going to roll through there. No, hell no, no. Right. Well, that was the thing too. Like Hoyt, uh, I mean not Hoyt, uh, bones kind of knew that like, I think and and like you even see, I think you even see Bones and Terry Crews like watching him. He goes, you, know? you got business here, rookie. Yeah, yeah. And he's he was like, like, I'm I here wanna... for Alonzo. Yes, that's right. And he just that's stand right. out of the fucking way. You're like, go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Your business. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh man, this is gonna get good, you know. And then like when he walks in there, and that's a great scene. That's too, man. such a great scene, you know. Especially even Mendez naked. Mm. You know that was great too. <laughs> Only movie you ever get to see her nude in, dude. Yes, it's that's so true. brief. Yeah, it's brief, but it was effective. Your pause you game know? had to be. Your pause game had to be perfect back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it really dude. did. Like, oh, 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 I see it. I see Half it. Half a titty. Yeah, like, <laughs> little bit of hair. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, like, and and then like, I love it when he he throws him the pillowcase and he tells him like, put all of your guns in there. He's like, how about you give me the one in your back pocket? Like, how many? And your give ankle. Me, yeah, your ankle too. He's like, oh, you want the one in my back pocket too? And he just pulls out this fucking Glock and throws it in there. It's like, ah, damn, the motherfucker's Elon. Like smoking the shit out of that cigarette. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At twelve years old, I was like, I'm gonna smoke cigarettes one day. <laughs> I don't <laughs> ever think I saw anybody smoke the shit out of a cigarette like Alonzo has, like in anything ever. Like there's, he smokes the fuck out of it. There's a couple movies over the years. The guys there just is, smoke the shit out there, of cigarettes. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna too say. Cool. You could say true romance between. I was just about to say Dennis yeah. Hopper, Dennis ah, Hopper, just. and fucking. Yeah. Can I get one of those Paul Malls? Yeah, let me give him one of those Chesterfields. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Chesterfield, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like in that that like that scene though, and he says to him, he was like, and I love it because you know Alonzo was surprised when he saw Hoyt. Yeah, jump. because when he's like, congratulations. <clears throat> you, you made it. In. But you know like he, he was... He's like, so, like he saw a fucking ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because you know low-key he was like a little... the fuck, fuck did you live? You yeah. gotta be fucking kidding me. It kind of made me think of like Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. He's like, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be dead. Yeah, like, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was the Dark Knight Rises before the Dark Knight Rises. Like, he made me want to put a shotgun under my bed. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Surgical with saying. this bitch, Jake. Yeah, I'm surgical with how, how you, you want, want it, dog. dog? <laughs> Remember that fool in the wheelchair? Yeah, I, I put him there. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. The wife so... pointed out a, a good point uh, in the movie because uh, Denzel, his son is out there and he's trying to get him. He's like, mijo, mijo, which yeah. means son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you see... Uh, Ethan Hawke's character saying Miho because he thinks that's his name. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't speak Spanish, so he doesn't realize he's like sons. Son. That's so great too. Yeah. Like it's like just a, a nice little it, it's, touch. That's actually pretty brilliant yeah. because you're just like, oh, well, I don't remember in that moment. You're not going to remember somebody's name when you just got introduced to him earlier after all the shit that's happened. Like, oh, I'll just repeat what he said. Just yeah, to yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, and that's. That's fucking brilliant. Like, well, I mean, that was probably the second most important thing he did that day was watch cartoons and draw pictures with that kid. Yeah, while exactly. Denzel was in there wearing her out yeah. because oh, yeah. they were taking a nap and shit together, like they bonded out there. Yeah. That's yeah. how long he was hitting that ass. <clears throat> yep. So like the kid, like he went to the right one. Yep. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was a very, very <laughs> vital moment for Jacob Hoyt's life right there. Like, and then like afterwards, like. When the the whole like and then after that like fucking I'll never forget like when fucking Alonzo flicked the cigarette and in his face, yeah. face is like mm. damn man like this motherfucker is dirty like dirty like so, yeah. dirty as fuck like and, and then like just when uh, you think he can't get more dirty he rubs more dirt on himself yeah, beats exactly. his ass <laughs> yeah. beats his ass all through that pigeon coop man yeah he does like here's only my only this is gonna be like kind of ridiculous my only criticism is. It's a little callback to what Alonzo did to that crackhead, but he fucking pistol whipped fucking Alonzo's nuts. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that he's going to get, dude, that's a Beretta oh, my bad, in dude. your nut bag <laughs> at full force. Like, he didn't just, like, fucking nut check him. He went, yeah. bah, like, as hard as he could. And, like, he, he doubles over for a second. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not going to give me that, oh, adrenaline kicked in bullshit. He hit him in the nuts with a Beretta. <laughs> He's he's gonna go down for at he's least a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't throw up. Yeah, like, yeah right. <laughs> like now, if it would have been like the gut, okay, I could see maybe him bouncing out like back a little bit faster. That's my only critique in the entire movie <laughs> is that like don't put nut shots in there, and not make them count. Yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah. that's just I'm sorry. We're all dudes here. We know how sensitive Somebody's they are. Somebody's gotten kicked in the nuts one too many times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and like, yeah, I was going to say, unless Alonzo's wearing a... box out. Like, <laughs> right, right. Well, uh... Unless Alonzo is wearing a fucking jock strap. Like, that, that's the... Old... Oh, no, that wouldn't protect him. Like, or if he was wearing a fucking... Well, he definitely wouldn't be wearing a chastity belt. You know, like, after he's fucking nailing Eva Mendez. You so know, he probably drained his balls and there was nothing in there to yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> See, you fucked up again, rookie. I got a bulletproof vest there. His big dick was in front of his balls, and it protected from that. Yeah, he just bit his dick in half. That's all it was. But the greatest fucked up my dick, rookie. The greatest part is when he when they get down to the car. Oh, hundred percent. And everybody in the neighborhoods out there see it. And Hoyt is so fucking crazy at this point. That's what I loved. Like. You know, like he's he's you know he's thinking like ten thousand. First up. one puts a bullet in this motherfucker. Oh, when he but he jumps on Alonzo's car. I don't even think I saw that coming. I was like, oh my god! He he literally leaped off the roof onto fucking Alonzo's car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
And he, that's how bad Hoyt wanted Alonzo. Right. Yeah. He's so sick of his shit. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm fucking your shit up. And yeah. he did. Like, after, like, they crashed in that other car and he flies off the car, Hoyt gets up, fucking punches him in the face twice. And then, like, and pulls the bag out and, you know, pulls him out of the car. And then I remember, like, and that's when Alonzo is like, <laughs> I'm gonna get that bag. Nigga. Yeah, like, like, I'm gonna get that yeah, bag. I'm gonna get that bag. I'm gonna get that bag. Yeah, and you ain't gonna like, do nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, when he shoots him in the ass. It's, it's great. Oh, it's so shot me in the ass. He shot me in the ass. I need that money, Jake. Give me my money. Like, like, oh my god. So say you gotta put great. your own work in around here, homie. I love that line. That's like one of my favorite lines. Like, you got us twisted here, homie. Man, you got to put your own work in here, homie. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and of course, the classic build up to like King Kong ain't got shit on me. Mm-hmm. But like, I love what he says. He's like, he's like, you motherfuckers will be playing basketball, basketball. in Pelican Bay. Oh, he's like shoe program, nigga. Like, yeah. like, and what was it? The other thing that he said, he was like twenty three hour lockdown. Yeah, yeah, twenty three hour lockdown. Yeah, God, it was such a great line, and like you could see that like I'm putting cases on all you, you bitches. bitches. <laughs> I love that. That I should have remembered that. That's like one of my favorite lines. All right, yeah, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. <laughs> and then like the fact that the whole neighborhood just turns their back on him. Like, bro, it, we're tired of hearing. And it was ass, kind of bro. funny too, because all are like, man, eh, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, even the old like, women that are out there, like, man, eh, fuck this guy, up, like, bitch. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, you could, t- yeah, especially like the like everybody that was walking around, like, shut up, bitch. Nobody cares. Like, I'm glad that white boy fucked you up. Oh. Like, you, you know, like, and, and he definitely fucked Alonzo <laughs> up. He did, like. He did the worst thing that you could ever do to that character. Take that money away. He is fucked. Yep. And he knew it because he, he killed him without even having to kill him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He knew by letting that happen that he was as good as dead, man. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, if it hadn't been under those circumstances, if it would have been something else, you know, that Hoyt probably would have killed him himself if it hadn't been for the things with the Russians, but he's like, no, 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 I don't need to do it. You. I don't need to do it. I want to send you to jail or whatever it was. <clears throat> yeah. And, and he was like, yeah, cause he could have arrested him, sent him to jail, but well, that's what he gave him the choice. He's like, you want to go to jail or you want to go home? Cause right. that's what he kept saying to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he made him make that choice. And he was like, I'm not going to jail. I always love when he walks up to him and he pulls the badge off of him and he's like, you don't deserve this. Go ahead, Jake. Shoot me! You gonna shoot a cop? You know what? Well, you know what it smells like. like what does he say? He goes like, like when, when you're in there, like uh, he was like, he talks about the death penalty, and he goes, yeah. he goes, you know what they have in there? Pine oil. That's what you're gonna be smelling, Chang. Pine oil. And like I was like, God damn, man! Like this, this, this movie is so brutal. Like even the dialogue is brutal. I was just about to say right before that scene ends, and it shows him trying to light that cigarette. And he's got, he's biting the shit out of the filter on yeah. it. He's just like, what a day. Yeah, what a, a motherfucking day. day. Yeah. I'm winning anyways. I'm yeah. winning anyways. I can't And then he lose. yells at it one more, Jay! <laughs> I need that money! <laughs> one more time. He's like, Jay! <laughs> and then, of course, when he pulls up to the red light, it's just like, you already know what time it is. Man. Yeah, because oh, he pulls yeah. up beside that van and you're like, is that it? Is yep. that going to happen? Well, I mean, when you see this Russian woman, very exotic looking, just lighting just that cigarette, you're like, 
That's a bad sign. Because, like, this girl just doesn't give a fuck. It's like there's something nefarious that's about to happen. And I love how they whacked him like Sonny and Good and, and Good Godfather. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. they, they just yeah. fucking completely. It's definitely a callback. Machine yeah. gun the fuck out of this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, like even the way Alonzo goes down was just it was kind yeah, of disturbing. Like you felt bad, <clears throat> but to a you certain didn't. Extent. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you I hate this happened to him because there was probably a point in time where he was like actually a good cop. Yeah. You want to know something that's ironic? Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about earlier our top five favorite Denzel Washington movies. There's this there the photo that they show of him younger in his police uniform is from Ricochet. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, funny. That like I, I that's something I that's a fun fact that I've been waiting that I've been sitting on <laughs> for years. Oh, you wait till the end of the podcast to say it. <laughs> yeah. I fucking slid it in. Yeah, I did like a gym, dude. <laughs> I had to. That I was had great. To. I've been waiting four fucking years. Like I, I've been waiting. I was like, ooh, when we do training day. I cannot wait to drop that one. That's going to be a bomb. And uh, when they're doing the, and it's showing the sun coming up over the city and it's talking down the radio about how a highly decorated police officer was killed. Yeah. With surviving a wife and three sons. Yes. Oh. Because it even touches back to earlier in the movie when he's like, you got a wife, you got a, you got a kid. He's like, I have a wife and I have a daughter. And he's like, I got four boys. I don't miss Every old lady hit me up one time if you need one. I can't miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he just kind of like gives him that like, nah, that's not necessary or whatever. He's like, he's like, I got my queen too. Then so you, you probably take, fuck her face to face, don't you? Got, you yeah. got to take that love and bury that shit deep out here. He goes, like the, yeah, the let him see it. Maggots out here, I'll see that and they'll eat you up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, such a great, one of the greatest movies ever fucking made. Yeah. This gets a 10 out of 10 on the parse. Yeah, I I have to agree this. Like you said earlier, it's a masterpiece. It's so perfectly done. It's so perfectly acted. And especially with this 4K release, like I can't wait for you to watch it. Oh, I can't wait. And either. see what they've done to this movie. Um, I'm buying it next week. I can't like yeah. I said, I can't wait any longer. It's couldn't be higher recommended. Oh, it's going to look so beautiful in my collection, too. I sent you the pictures, didn't I? Like, oh, my God. I meant to send you the, my TikTok <clears throat> last week. I got a shit ton of Blu-rays. Did you? For the cheap, bro. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I, I always tell you, bring them and do them on the podcast. <laughs> I, we didn't get together last week. Uh, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I just I had to show them on that. I'm so. going gonna, I'm gonna to go on one of these one of these little trips with you one of these. Oh, days. bro, you're more than welcome to come. Like, like, I, I got to do it. I, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring Waylon too because like he's just oh I love it. He just got introduced to the flea market game and I think it's changed him forever. Because <laughs> out there like three bucks to a kid, you're like he's going to be leaving with arms full of he shit. He like. walked away like gangbusters today and little know? kids. Them old people love little kids. Yeah, they do. But every yeah. time I bring my daughter out of there, she leaves like four things I didn't buy. He came but... home. Yeah, exactly. He came home with a Hulk and a T Rex from Jurassic Park. Oh, if he likes it, he can just have that. Yeah, 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 yeah there's yeah. a couple times they charged me five dollars for that shit. Oh like, no, right? Yeah, yeah right? Think you're gonna resell it. Yeah, yeah but you fucking nerd. <laughs> like, that's ten bucks. For are you. you an adorable little child? <laughs> no, no, you, you are, are not. <laughs> you pay full fucking price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so true. Like, yeah, man. Anytime, man. Just holler at me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Like, you know, like maybe you could bring your kid. And I'll bring mine. We'll just go on a fucking raid. My kids don't like going anymore because <sighs> once they get their shit, then it's time to go. 
Oh, and daddy's gotcha. not done. You know, this is dad's game day. Yeah. <laughs> we're out here. Yeah. Like, we're doing this shit. Like, no, we're going to be here all day. Like, I eat breakfast before I came. So, like, I'm, <laughs> you better tighten that fucking chin strap, kids, because dad's ready to play. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be out there wheeling and dealing. Dude, I'm out there at least minimum <clears throat> two hours. So yeah. Like, no, you have to be. My kids are like sitting on the ground. Bang. We're tired. It's fucking hot. Sorry. Leaving you fuckers at the house. Like, <laughs> yeah. Y'all going to ruin this. This yeah. is my thing. Is it's my Super Bowl. Is that why you don't take me anymore? No. I, you know you're coming anytime you want. <laughs> Greg don't like to get up. Yeah. Dude, like when I took him to the flea market today, I was like, I saw his... His, like his face light up the same way I did when we used to have the big top, you know, still around. Oh, yeah. And he had that same look on his face like I did. And it was, you know, it was ironic that we're talking about training day today because it was like when Roger goes, he had the same goddamn look, same one in the goddamn world. <laughs> You'd look just like that. It's like that was, that was me right there when I was at the big top flea market. I was like, Wow. Comic books, half price, <laughs> like amazing. Like action figures, loose, whatever. I'm gonna buy them anyway. They got some good shit there, right? You know, you like, can find like, so many good movies. Like I always go in there and look for hidden gems, kind of like he does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's great. Like you know, I I forgot like how fun it can be. So I uh, I always feel bad taking Greg because like I go out there and I spend all my money. Yeah. If I leave with money, I'm mad at myself. Well, I would because have. this fucking guy doesn't spend shit. It's because I'm looking for the gems. Uh, not yeah. gems. I'm just looking for something special. I almost bought that fucking bat, that taxidermied bat, yeah. that crazy lady. That's the shit I'm looking for. Kind of good that you didn't. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> now that like, I think about it, just I, rotting in your I, house. I, I, like, I actually, 2020. I actually remember that story. Yeah, like, yeah, I actually yeah. remember you guys mentioning that on an earlier I, episode. I just remember this lady selling it so hard. Like this was like the most rare bat ever. <laughs> like this is the bat. What was the it like? That what was vampires. it? The Auburndale one, the Auburndale flea market. So yeah, it's the Silver Moon. Oh shit! I forgot that they did that there. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, this lady, she uh, she gets bats overseas because you can't get them to, in America. You can't because it's legal. But she imports them taxidermy and so that's how her little loophole and then she sells them but she like dresses them up like she had a little bat mobile under this bat oh. and i was like i want it like it's so okay. weird and I, that's the so, kind of shit i look I actually, still creepy as fuck. Yeah. I, I actually kind of get that yeah. like i probably would have been interested she had too. one like in a little coffin like, yeah. like it was all kinds of weird shit but like she still comes out there every now and then <laughs> that that is kind of cool. So can I give a, since you have your own little segment on, I don't know when you're going to be on again. It might be in the next six months. Who knows? Yeah. Can I give a suggestion for your next yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, of course. Blue Steel? Fuck yes. <laughs> of course. I have been waiting for you, that one too. It, it comes up on every podcast you do. And I'm like, why doesn't he just do Blue Steel? I know, I know, I know. You're, I've never seen it. So you have Tubi, don't you? Yeah, it's on there. I have to be. Both of you watch it. You, so, like, that's the next episode. We'll Sorry, it's your romance. <laughs> like, you get pushed back again. You just had to fucking say something, <laughs> did you? Because you know I would have loved your romance. I, I, I just been wanting to watch Blue Steel and I want to hear him D- talk about dude, it. He's so about it. This movie, it's like okay, it's Catherine Bigelow. She's amazing. Just about everything she's ever done. You know, point. You you hear me quote Point Break all the fucking time. Blue Steel is like, 
man, it's like Point Break and Blue Steel. They're seriously like neck and neck with each other. Mm-hmm. Like how much I love those movies. And I love Near Dark, too. I love just about everything she's ever done. But like Blue Steel is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, like, and, it, and it's like my favorite Jamie Lee Curtis movie. I know you talk about it. That's what she gave you the short haircut. on. Yeah. Girls. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. When I talk about it, if I had a clone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, but if you had a clone of, yeah, we talked well, about this. Well, I mean, this, so. uh, Trading Places. She's <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. That too, and that one that she did with John Travolta, where she's shaking that ass. Mm. You know, and she's like, she's, uh, what was it, like, they were like a, uh, like Richard Simmons kind of instructor yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And like her, and, oh, God, some of those scenes with John Travolta, like, moving his pelvic bone in those tights. And like, yeah, can you get the camera off of that and just go back to Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> but, yeah, I figured it would be a good pick whenever that, we do to get together again I'm in the totally, next, like, six months to a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally into that, like, because I've watched it so many times. I can't wait for you guys to see it, especially now that you guys have Tubi. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Like I thought you were going to say Hard Rain. Hard Rain? That's a good no, one. No, if you would have said Black, Black Rain. Yeah, Black yes. Rain Black Rain, yeah. Hard Rain's a video game. Oh, damn. You just changed well, the you game. Well, have, you have your own segment, so you're going to have okay, plenty of yeah, time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Black Rain will be Black the year Rain. after. <laughs> it's, like, I, like, it's like the Olympics. Like, we know where the next five are going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. So what do you got? You know, what do you got booked for War with Cinema? You should do this. No, sorry. There's already five movies that have been booked for the last five years. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, right? like, I can't, like, I can't deviate from the list. It's got to be mail really, it in. Yeah, it's got to be, we'll be really important in order, in order for me to change it. To break but this the, chain. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a solid. But like, yeah, I'm totally. All right. Well, you know, six months from a year from now when I come back to war with cinema it's gonna be fucking blue steel um well the next episode we're gonna go back to uh how it was I'm still on the year of comedy yeah and, oh uh, really yeah we're doing a, I've been doing a year of comedy I don't know if you've been listening to him but uh no I got a lot to catch up on actually <laughs> I've been all over the fucking place with my picks this yeah <laughs> I, I've been throwing him off his game so I've just been doing like lower talked about like we did death to smoochie we did cable I guy did listen to that. i listened to that one in yeah. the cable guy. like i'm doing these comedies that people don't really talk about and my next pick is gonna be zohan <laughs> of course i've heard you mention zohan i made so you times. and that yes, girl watch yes, it and you guys yes. hated it you're like it was so dumb, and well, I was like, "Yeah." It didn't help that Jessica was there, you know. Like, don't put she, it on her. You didn't like it either. I didn't, but she made it worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Let me make love to your mother one more time. <laughs> I'd probably feel but very just, differently about it now. Like, you know, you it, it all it all boils down to the company that you have. This like, is very so, true. You know, like. And she was just making everything so miserable. I hate when I'm enjoying the fuck out of a movie and whoever's watching it with me it just looks like they're in pain. Right. Like, that's like the worst thing it ever is. about they're watching like, a movie. That's why we don't do them like, together anymore. <laughs> you, ruin, you ruin these movies for me. You I'm killed, having a good time and you're like, what is this shit? <laughs> you killed the mood. There's like one we did that with and I was just completely like, oh, this is painful. Don't, don't do that with uh, anything with David Lynch with Nick. <laughs> yeah. We did Blue Velvet. But I have not. You're a trooper for that one. Uh, yeah, but he was I love really... Dennis Hopper in that movie, man. Yeah, yeah. that's that. yeah. I was, and I was surprised that you liked it more. Oh, fuck than anything you that moves. Yeah, yeah. He definitely liked it a lot more than I expected him to. Yeah, I was, really I was surprised on that. I one. was surprised too because I was like, oh, that's like, 
one of those ones that me and Greg talk about, like we're like passing it around like it's some kind of drug. Yeah, you know, right. like you gotta try for the first time. <laughs> like that's what it is like with David Lynch like you ever seen a David Lynch movie? Yeah, check this out. <laughs> Twin Peaks. First one's, first hits free, man. Yeah. Uh, right? That's like some eight millimeter shit. Like when he's like, uh, he goes into that fucking, that, that, that's, that, that's that nasty fucking porn underbelly. And then like, you know, uh, Nicholas Cage asked him, he's like, do you got snuff? And he was like, what you see is what I got here, mister. He's like, he's like, I can pay you. He's like, fuck off. Like, but like he says to him, he was like, oh, no, no. He says to him, he was like, rape films, tough shit, $200 and you get one for free. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. It's like, God damn, that's a high price for a fucking VHS. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I was going to do Little Nicky, but everyone knows who Little Little Nicky, and people talk about how Zohan was like his fall off. I really don't feel like it was. I feel like Zohan is a like lot Jack funnier. Jack was his fall off. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so I just don't feel like Zohan gets the attention that it deserves. It's really funny, and I want to talk about it. I'm down. Well, yeah. But I got you know some- me, I love a good Sandler. I, uh, Went to the went to Best Buy to bought pick that movie. I bought uh what <laughs> the first one. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bought the wife her her birthday present, and I figured I'd pick up a couple movies while I was there. So I figured I could talk about them while we we're here. That's what we do. You know, we do. Is like, that a criterion that I see? Yeah, it is. I thought I'll so. get to it. See, that's how fucking nerdy I am. Like, like, that we are. Like, <laughs> you just see the clear packaging. Yeah, like, I know. Criterion. That's Criterion or it's Zero. It's one of the two. Well, I picked up Nope. <laughs> Because it's on sale. Yeah. I figured it was the price that it deserved to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably Have right. you seen it? No, not yet. My my niece keeps telling me, like, I've you should watch it. I've heard mixed feelings about it. I have mixed feelings about it. Because he brought symbolism in movies to the masses. Like, everyone was talking about symbolism in movies, and it made me super excited. But at the same time... I don't love the story. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a well-written story, but I love that he's bringing like symbolism and people like, uh, uh, looking more into movies than just the story. So I think it's a very important film and I do like it to a certain extent. I don't love it, but I feel it's an important film. So I wanted to go ahead and get it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So, uh, George Miller did a movie. Oh, I've heard about that. And I've heard it's 3,000 Years of Longing. Um, I don't know. It has Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. So that's what I'm saying. Like People are hot and cold on this one. Some people love it. Some people don't care for it. I figured I'd give it a shot. Yeah, you know, why not? It's about a genie. Yeah, yeah I was going to say George Miller and genie. Idris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll watch Idris Elba play anything. Yeah, 100%. Me too. That's I, where I'm at. I, I, I love that's Idris British Elba. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he totally fucking is. If they were to do a Training Day remake, Idris. <laughs> Turns out, after all these years, Training Day is just a British, re- like an American remake of like, the old Idris Elba I wouldn't would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Fucking Ricky Gervais played Ethan Hawke's part. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's so stereotypically true. It's That's why it's so funny. <laughs> like, Alonzo, why? Why? Yeah. That's a movie I need to see. I was going to say either Ricky Gervais or Martin Freeman, one of those two. <laughs> oh, dude, that's even better. Yeah, that's you're right. He, yeah, Martin Freeman is the British Ethan Hawke. He really is. <laughs> um, yes. So doing the podcast, I realized Terry Gilliam, 
I love him and he's one of my favorite directors. Oh, yeah. So I saw this one at Best Buy Criterion. I was like, I just, I want to get it. It's the Adventures of Baron Munchinson. <laughs> he, he was the one that wrote Breaking Bad, right? <laughs> Terry Gilliam? No, that's Vince. Uh, Vince something. Vince Gilli- uh, Gilligan. Gilligan, yeah. Yeah, my bad. No, Terry Gilliam is the 12 Monkeys. He yep. was in the... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was also the one that originally wanted to adapt Watchmen first. Oh, really? Way before Zack Snyder. I didn't know that. Way, like, back in the late 80s. When Zack Snyder knocked it out <laughs> the park with 300, they just gave him whatever property he yeah, wanted. Yeah, it's like, oh, They're you want to do Watchmen? Doing it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to do a Batman movie? You want to do Superman? Fuck it, you can do it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. We want to be in the Zack Snyder business, baby. We saw what you did with that. He makes fucking money. Yeah. (laughs) Warner Brothers just kept backing up the money truck. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Fine. You want to do Justice League? We'll give you Justice League. Want to do it twice? Yeah. We didn't do it right. You can do it again. Yeah. It's kind of like. Well, they kind of fucked that up. That's on them. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Josh Whedon, they fucked that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Here, fix this for us. (laughs) That's why I love the Snyder Cut so much, because that'll never happen again. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to own both those copies just to have it in my collection, being like, look, these are two different movies, and they're the same movie at the same time. How fucking crazy is that? What's insane to me is the Snyder Cut's four hours, and I swear, other than like maybe 10 to 15 minutes, it's all new footage. Yeah. It's almost like watching, it is literally watching two different movies. But it's right? the same movie. Right? It's fucking yeah. insane. It's mind blowing. Yeah. And uh, my stepdad gave me his copy of the Justice League. Yeah. It's collecting dust, but I own it. <laughs> I own I, it. I, you, gotta, you have to have both. Yeah. yeah. I wanted that steelbook so bad with all of them holding up their weapons. Yeah. Like, fuck, I missed that train. I don't have the steelbook, but I have the. Uh, the, the yeah. Blu-ray. There's, there's a few. Um, like 4Ks out right now that like I've been eyeballing the shit out of. Obviously, Training Day is like number one, but like I finally broke down and I got the thing. On yeah, 4K steel book. the the series. N- no, the uh, the uh, not the the uh, the John Carpenter. The one. Oh, okay, okay. And like I was like at first I was like, well, oh, I already got the Scream Factory version, and then like you know what fucking made me finally just do it? I I spent almost a hundred bucks on this fucking thing. Why? And I, like. It looked for one, it looks so good. Okay. And like and also it is like one of the greatest John Carpenter movies ever made. I saw it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it since. I remember oh, watching it when I was a kid and I did love it. It's so amazing. You My dad always watch it liked again. it. Yeah. And it's fucking Kurt Russell. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know how I you know how much of a hard on I have for Kurt Russell. Like, oh, hundred percent. You it, can't talk about Mick without Kurt Russell. Exactly. It's he just got a birthday. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I wished him one too, you know, but you know he didn't respond. But you know, he's like, busy. Get <laughs> around, you know. It. But it'll be fine. Like yeah. we're we're good friends. But like, but yeah, like, um, he was. But like, yeah, I saw that. But the prequel is getting a release on 4K, and the yeah. steel book looks really fucking good. And I'm like. Think about that for a second, dude. <laughs> Think about that. You're going to get that, but you're not going to have the 4K of the first one. Right. Yeah, that's going to sit real well with you. You're going to be seeing that one, <laughs> and the other one's going to be like, that's feeling pretty fucking lonely. You know, so I was like, God damn it. So, like, I got on eBay and I, I ordered it. I do the same thing. I know, I know. Like, like, we're, like I, I always joke that, like, me, you, and Steve are the suckers for that, like, all day long. Like, Yeah, I'm not as bad as <laughs> I was, but every once in a while I'll get there. Last blue, uh, last steel book I bought, I fucking love the way it looks. What's that? Zoolander. 
Have you seen it? Oh. It's got the Magnum. He's got the Magnum face on it. No. It's fantastic. I have to see it because I, be, lo- I did love it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. It's beautiful. I'll, I'll see a picture of it. Was <laughs> well, it just it? a Blu ray? Or? No, you can't have it. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run it on two hours. I know we can run the rest of the night if yeah. I let this yeah, go. We, so we I'm going to cut it short. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you yeah, for talking about training day. It was a lot of fun. It really was. I, I, like, I love it when Mick comes. I, I, I love being I here. I bet you do. Um, <laughs> no, I love being here with you guys. Like, you gotta be and I, I, I probably say this almost every time I do an episode, but I think this one might up the ante on every like all out of all the episodes we've done like uh, this is probably we stayed on track this one the most that we have most of them yeah so i have to i loved it because like even when we veered it was still all in the same yeah it was still talking about it was mostly like denzel or like what this guy was good in us but we still brought it back home very very little kurt russell or michael bean references this time (laughs) you're getting a lot better yeah (laughs) Yeah. I've improved. Fucking blast as always, dude. Right. It really is. It yeah, really thank is. you for coming on. Bye. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. Like it's one of the funnest podcasts I'll ever do. Well, next time you come on, it's gonna be Blue Steel. But next yes. week, it's gonna be Zohan. <laughs> yes. So until then, I'll see you later, guys. Later, y'all. Later.